This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves this live Saturday edition. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you enjoy the site, uh, remember, it is free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites, uh, at least most of the ones that I've seen do. So head on over and enjoy it for free at freetalklive.com. In fact, our website allows you, the listener, to influence the stuff we'll talk about on the air simply by submitting different items of uh, interest. You're surfing around the web. You see something you think our listeners might like. You come over to freetalklive.com. You drop it in to our little form uh, that you fill out, the show prep submission form. And then it shows up on the site. Other listeners can then vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And then the most liked of the different items that people suggest will make it to the front page and the top of the website. So head over there and get interactive at freetalklive.com. We're going to come right out of the gate tonight with your phone calls. Uh, Kurt is on the line in Michigan. And then, Mark, if we get a chance, you've got something about a military guy and his uh, story from what it was like being on the on the ground during a just a horrific, murderous helicopter attack. Is yes. that right? All right, we'll get to that here. But first, Kurt is in Michigan on the amp lines. Hello, Kurt. Hi, guys. How you doing? Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Doing great. Well, um, there's been a, a couple of incidents over the past couple of weeks here on uh, on Free Talk Live where uh, apologies could have played a, a big part, and I think uh, apologizing is actually a lost art. I mean, I know people who think that it's a sign of weakness when I, I believe that if done effectively, it can even be a sign of strength. Oh, I agree. Um and I believe in, in order for an apology to be effective, you know, you, you must have got to believe an apology is warranted and necessary. You've got to deliver it with sincerity. I mean, it's got to be contrite and not contrived, right? Yeah, I, I would so, totally agree with that. I think uh, it takes a real man to be able to apologize. Well, there's been a couple of situations that, you know, I, I've been hearing, like like with uh, the, the situation that I was completely oblivious to at Porkfest, where this guy was accused of being a fed, um, having looked at the... Uh, uh, the videotape of him speaking about it. I did not even meet that gentleman during during Porkfest. But, uh, it's the but, Porcupine you know, Freedom Festival, which is the yearly event that the Free State Project puts on up here in New Hampshire. It's a little camping festival out in the woods. Actually, I shouldn't say little. There were over 800 people there this year. Uh, but go it ahead. It was awesome. It was awesome, yeah. too. But uh, uh, the gentleman who called up, who, who, uh, who kind of outed him, uh, at uh, at Soapbox Idol called up to apologize, and I thought it was kind of a backhanded apology. Um, and and I, I wish you'd have called him on it. You know, it's almost like you know, kind of like when you're forced to apologize to your brother, and you say, "Well, you know, I'm sorry, you're a jerk." You know, not, not <laughs> no, much of an apology. I don't think he right? was. I don't think that guy was forced to John Bush. Uh, I don't think he was forced to apologize or anything like that. I think he apologized because he realized that he it was wrong of him to uh, to get up in front of a crowd full of people and call somebody out as a possible federal agent i think that's but i think apology. he was sincere in that apology and but i think that what you're saying is that later on in his call he went on to outline some of the things that that he believed uh, made him possibly uh, you know suspicious i'm sorry but here's why i think i'm right you know and i, I don't think that that's an apology i, mean, I think there there are there are, you know you've got to you you've got to you know like i said you need to to believe that an apology is warranted. But I've, I've come up with what I believe are seven parts of an effective apology. Okay. You know, the, the first one is, obviously, you, you say you're sorry. Uh, the second one is is that you state you, that you know you did something wrong. 
Uh, I like as the third step to, to, to reiterate what it is that you did wrong. So that person knows that, you know, this is exactly why I'm apologizing. That makes sense. That way, uh, that way, uh, you've got it clear, and uh, that's good communication skills, right there, is to absolutely summarize for someone. Uh, you, 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 the fourth is that you enumerate the ways in which you understand that what you've done has hurt them. Uh, then you, then the fifth is to express an interest in restitution or recompense or express your regret. The sixth is you tell them you try to avoid these types of situations or to change your behavior to refrain from hurting them in that fashion again. Mm-hmm. And then I always like as a seventh step to, to again, say you're sorry. Apologize, you, you know, let them know you're, you're very sorry. Yeah, I think those are great uh, suggestions. I think they're a, it's a good way to break down an apology. But I have to say, just going back to the issue, uh, I don't feel like th- that uh, – I think that what John was apologizing for was for outing him publicly uh, as a Fed. I don't think he was apologizing for believing that uh, that he was suspicious because, I mean, all things, th- things, all things said, I mean, this guy was creeping people out all weekend, the guy that we're talking about. Well, I mean, in, in having seen the, the – uh, uh, the videotape of him and 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 the you know what he was talking to Dave Ridley about you know I don't think he really grasped the idea he and his friend did not grasp the idea of liberty because they were talking about you know having a course of action for uh, slander you know and it's like well sure that's not a very liberty viewpoint so I mean but but you know I like what you had said about it you know if you're a Fed. Well, please come back because you won't be for very long once these ideas get to you. And if, and if yeah. you're not a Fed, if you're not a Fed, please come back so that we can show you that we're all not, you know, uh, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, scared. We're not. We're not right. all. Um, yeah, they don't. You know, the, the, looking the, around every corner. Right. The the prospect of federal agents doesn't scare me. And of course, the uh, the interesting point was that the guy that was. Uh, that that outed this man as a supposed Fed wasn't from New Hampshire. He's from uh, Texas, and so of course, if you're not in New Hampshire, you've kind of and you're in the Liberty Movement, you you are likely to have more of a paranoid outlook on things, maybe a more negative outlook on things. I mean, I certainly would have been more paranoid about federal agents, uh, you know, even just a few years ago. But now I realize that it doesn't matter because, well, if I was going to sell drugs to somebody, which I wouldn't, but uh, if I was going to sell drugs to somebody, I wouldn't do it to anybody I didn't know. Uh, so if you're if you're at Porc- uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival and or you're in the Liberty Movement and uh, you're doing things that you could p- potentially be arrested for, just use some caution. Uh, don't be stupid right. and don't you know don't just sell to some guy that uh, walks up and says, "Hey, you know where I can get some weed?" You know, if you don't know who he is and if that person hasn't had someone else vouch for them that you trust, then it's probably a good idea to say, "No, I'm sorry, I don't know where I, I'm sorry, I can't help you out." Paranoia is the word I was looking for, and that yeah. is the that is the the emotion. That will, you know, if if widespread, will destroy this. We can't be paranoid of it because. I agree. Well, the fact of the matter is, is all the movements that we're making are are public knowledge anyway. They're either on yep. Facebook or on Freekeen well, or on Free Talk Live. Right. And what's so there to be paranoid of anyway? If you aren't, uh, if you're not plotting violence, and I don't think anybody I know is, because uh, we're all very peaceful. I mean, Freekeen.com. The the headline there is, or the tagline is, peaceful evolution. So if some federal agent comes in and starts talking about, hey, let's blow this up or let's do this or that, you know, violence, this, etc. Which they infiltrate all kinds of groups. They've infiltrated yeah. groups all over the United States, including peace groups, uh, Quaker. Uh, activist groups it's very odd that's the like, places that they'll they'll infiltrate that's the well, that's, number that's, one those are the people that are they represent the biggest challenge to them people with guns don't represent as much of a challenge as sure. people with ideas sure you yeah. know 
So, but if if you know if that guy was in the Fed, and I'm, I'm I'm not entirely convinced that he was or wasn't, and I like I said, I don't care one way or the other. But I'm sure there were I'm sure there were Feds there. Big deal. Keep yeah. coming, please. We we want you to to come because if you the, the the ideas are infectious, you won't be able to escape the logic. Well said, Kurt. I appreciate it. Any final thoughts for tonight? Uh, just I I always want to pimp the AMP program. Please uh, uh, give to the AMP program if you can afford it, and also CD Evolution. Those are my those are my two main liberty uh, donations, and I think they give you the most bang for your buck. Excellent, thank you, Kurt. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Thank you. And, yep, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Yeah, I want to get to a voluntary society through peaceful means. I don't think there's any other way to get there. So if somebody starts hanging around uh, the the liberty activists up here in New Hampshire uh, and and starts suggesting violence then they're going to be on the outs, whether they're a federal agent or not. Maybe they're just a hothead. Maybe they just uh, you know, moved here fresh and they have always been angry until they got here. The anger doesn't get you very far in this movement because uh, people it starts to just melt away for people, I think. That's what happened to me. I was really angry before I moved up here. Well, you're angry because you're scared, and mm-hmm. you're scared because uh, the fact is the well, government's growing la- larger and larger every day. It's becoming more invasive. It is uh, becoming more expensive, and it's levying taxes, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's going to throw you in jail if you choose not to pay. It's going to fight uh, wars in your name that uh, you don't want them to fight, and uh, there's nothing you can do about it anyplace else. However, once you move to New Hampshire, you see there's some hope for liberty. Oh, yeah. All right. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. Let's talk a little bit about the Free State Project and tell you what that is. Uh, Plus, we'll take your phone calls about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. This is the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free. So enjoy those, including stuff like our archives. Perhaps you have missed a moment of the show. Well, never fear. They are uh, there right there on the front page. In fact, you can just go click and download, uh, and they're yours for free. So head over uh, to freetalklive.com. In fact, the last week of the show is there on the front page. And then if you click into the archive section, you can go all the way back to 2006. All free for you, freetalklive.com. Now, from creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-freedom activism than you may have ever imagined possible when you move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org as we go to New Hampshire, where Brad is on the line. Brad, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, good evening, guys. It's been a while since I've treaded on your airwaves. Hey, Brad, what's on your mind tonight? 
Well, um, a couple things. I wanted to talk a little bit about civil disobedience, specifically open container civil disobedience. And um, I'd like to mention something about uh, the, the caller who called last, speaking about the uh, alleged federal agent who had come to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Okay. Um, regarding the civil disobedience, um, it's come to my attention, um, being a proud blogger at freekeen.com, um, a as a believer in a peaceful evolution, um, it's come to my attention that my friends are being attacked for um, sitting on property that they pay for drinking uh, beer downtown Keene. And, um, yeah, for those, let, me just, let me bring our listeners up to speed here in case they uh, are not aware of what's been going on uh, over the last How several weeks. Over the last several, well, if they've been at freekeen.com on a regular basis, they might. But over the last several weeks here in uh, in Keene, which is where we're doing the show from, where uh, many liberty activists have converged, I would say a few dozen folks uh, live in the Keene area, and there are hundreds, of course, of liberty-minded folks that have moved here as part of the Free State Project across New Hampshire. Uh, but in Keene, there's a, a bit of a civil disobedient streak that runs through the activists here, and uh, one of the ways that has manifested itself recently is in the uh, the brand-new nightcap celebration. Celebrations that have been going on uh, on a nightly basis at the local park, uh, the, 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 right in the center of downtown, where every single night at uh, 11 o'clock, uh, people gather in the park and they uh, enjoy each other's company and they uh, perhaps engage in a little bit of uh, recreational use of uh, various substances such as uh, perhaps alcohol or uh, cannabis. And the folks over at LibertyOnTour.com, Adam and Pete, were kind of instrumental in kicking off the nightcaps when they uh, when they came up here and uh, and it got pretty popular with, uh, in many cases, upwards of 25, 30 people attending these uh, these nightcaps. One of them went all the way through the night. Um, usually it probably breaks up by like 1 or 2 or 2 in the morning, something like that. Uh, but it's a, it's a peaceful atmosphere with uh, people just enjoying time in, a, in the park. And, and it's during the summer, so it's a really nice time to be out at night in, in New Hampshire. And, of course, uh, they clean up after themselves, so there's not a mess left or anything like that. And really, it's just a it's just a good time up until recently when the cops decided to show up and rain on the parade. So they made uh, they made an arrest on Sunday of a young lady and a, another guy who were uh, having a, a couple of beers in the park. And then they proceeded to attempt to kidnap that young woman because she did not give her name and information to the officers. And so as a result of that, uh, I and uh, three others stood in front of and behind the police cars uh, in an attempt to prevent the kidnapping, which resulted in us uh, more cars coming. And uh, all of us being arrested. A kind so, of a futile attempt to prevent the kidnapping, right? Like you didn't think that was going to happen, did you? I, I don't know. But I, I bet you if we had 30 or 40 people surround that cop car, then uh, that would change things. They'd probably call in more cops. And they can only get so many. There's not that. There's just not that many on duty. Uh, so anyway, uh, so that's kind of what uh, things came to uh, to a head, I guess you could say, on Sunday. But the cops kept coming after that. They uh, kept showing up to the nightcaps, uh, and they've just been kind of standing there. Last night there were four cops out there just standing around talking to people. And you know, I said, well, look, why don't you guys just go and do something uh, that could actually catch a real crime? Because we've got the park. Everything's fine here in the park. There's no one being hurt. Uh, it's Friday night in Keene. There's drunks all over the place. Surely you can go and find something else to do. Uh, and they just stood around for like an hour. It's cr- it was crazy. Anyway, Brad, go ahead. Well, um, for people who don't know me, um, I am a former police officer. I worked in the state for 11 years, and largely to the great credit of you, Ian, and you, Mark, um, I, I paid close scrutiny to what I was doing uh, as a police officer, and I realized that you know I had hurt countless people who hadn't hurt anybody else just because politicians 
um, said it was the right thing to do. So, you know, I quit my job, which, which really kind of sucks because, you know, I, I currently am unemployed. But what I try to do now is I try to use my knowledge um, that I gained through police training and being a cop to try to help uh, help my friends who uh, engage in civil disobedience. Because if anyone takes a rational look back through history, um, nothing, no injustice has ever ended without um, civil disobedience. I mean, there have been people since day one of the, the formation of this country uh, protesting unjust laws. And um, the reason why I'm calling is I, I'd like to talk about how to make the open container laws uh, essentially unenforceable. And my suggestion, I'm not an attorney, um, but this is my suggestion of what I would do. If someone wants to drink alcohol in public, what I suggest you do is you keep the, the uh, cap to the container with you. Mm-hmm. And the, re- the reason for this is if the police approach you, and at, uh, all you need to do is put the cap back on the container, and then in order for them to search the contents of the container, they need a search warrant. And unless, a search warrant, unless, hold on, unless you don't know what you're doing and the cop comes up, this is what they'll do. The cops will come up to you. And this is, by the way, open container laws may vary across the country, but these are fairly common. And a lot of laws boilerplate where they copy it from one jurisdiction to another. So your local uh, mileage may vary. So you might want to check the local uh, wording. But yeah, basically, uh, you're right. Uh, the, the, if the cop comes up and says, uh, and essentially says, well, hand that over. Well, you don't have to, right? I mean, if there, especially if there's a cap, a cap on it, because then it's not an open container. Well, the, you're, when you put the cap back on it, you still have broken the law because you still had an open container. But in order for the police to charge and for the state to convict somebody in court, they have to prove all the elements of the offense. And in the particular jurisdiction we're speaking of, Keene, New Hampshire, there's a local town ordinance that says you can't have, uh, you know, an open container of alcohol on any town-owned property, which is really property that you in pay for because you're forced to pay for it by taxes. Mm-hmm. So, so say you're out there drinking your drinking your your beer, and the police come up to you and they ask you what you're drinking. First off, you shouldn't tell them what it is because if you do, that's going to seal your fate right there. What it's I never a good idea to uh, to answer questions of the police. No, no, no. A- Every question that the police ask you is designed to hurt you, not help you. But anyway, yeah. uh, if, you put, if you put the cap on the beer and the police say, what's that? And you just say, you know, I'd rather not talk about that. It's the a beverage. Can, it's a, it's, it's, well, beverage actually has a legal meaning. Um, Are you and, kidding me? Uh, it has a legal meaning referring to alcohol. Yeah, the word beverage does. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, if the police, at this point, the police can take the container because they have probable cause to believe that you're drinking booze, right? But the thing is, they can't search inside the container without a search warrant because the, uh, the federal constitution and the state constitution says you have a right to privacy and, uh, and your belongings. So by putting the cap back onto it, you're not destroying evidence. You're simply uh, you're protecting it from, uh, from intrusion. You have, you have some more uh, tips for us here, Brad? Yes, sir, I do. All right, hang on. More with Brad Jardis, uh, former law enforcement officer, former member of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. He's with us here uh, to shine a little light on open container laws as you'll find them across the country. Uh, some tips here that uh, you could find useful. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. 
Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, features on the site, by the way, include our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, WIKI, wiki.freetalklive.com. That's how you can uh, ed- you can edit virtually anything that you see there, by the way. It's why it's a wiki, wiki.freetalklive.com. I found a great weight loss product. It's called Luma Thin Plus. You can go to lumathinplus.com and you can uh, you can hear the pitch there. They've got uh, the, the science, the, the 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 testimonials, everything that you want to see at lumathinplus.com. But the way it really works for me is that, uh, you know, I might not get to the gym as often as I'd like to or even once a week. <laughs> um, I'm certainly no good at dieting. I, I you know, I, I might diet half a day and then then I get upset and I eat a whole bunch of food. Um, but Lumithin just kind of decreases your appetite. Uh, you know, you, it, it, it's, you lose weight without ever having to try it. It's, it's losing weight the easy way. And unlike uh, so many other pills out there, it doesn't give you the jitters. Uh, it's LumithinPlus.com. It's worked great for me, and I think it'll work great for you. LumithinPlus.com. We've got former law enforcement officer, a uh, long time. He was on, on the force for, I think, at least a decade. Uh, Brad Jardis is with us. He resigned after realizing that what he was doing for the most, in many ways, as a law enforcement officer, was actually hurting peaceful people. Uh, so in many ways, you liked what you were doing, Brad, because you, you were helping folks in, in different instances, but some of the things they were ordering you to do uh, was, was just too much. So you left, and now you're putting your expertise to work uh, within the liberty movement, specifically here in New Hampshire. But I think many of the things that you say, that you have to say, are uh, going to be useful to people outside of New Hampshire and around the world, perhaps, because, uh, well, cops are harassing people everywhere for things that are just nothing i mean there's no there's no crime uh if there's no victim in my opinion and when it comes to the issue of having an open container in public of alcohol there's clearly no victim uh so brad you were you were giving some tips as to how to handle a situation if you happen to have an open container uh and a cop uh, encounters you you say have the cap with you so you can put the cap back on the bottle and then if they take that bottle your claim is they're going to need a warrant to uh to get into it Absolutely. In order to uh, in order to search someone under the uh, under the federal and various state constitutions, you you either need consent, which is someone giving up their rights, an exigent circumstance such as uh, like if a police officer pulled someone over and heard someone inside the trunk of a vehicle pounding on it, like let me out. Um, that would be an exigent circumstance where the police need to act immediately to protect someone's property or or life. Um, or a search warrant. So absent consent an ex- or an exigent circumstance, the police need a search warrant. Now, now, if, now if one of the things I'm confused about is uh, if, if you're standing in public with a bottle of beer and it had been open and you were drinking from it, you put the cap back on it, uh, wouldn't it be consenting to hand that over to the cops if they, if they ask for it? Why, why just hand it over to them? Because it's, it's my property and I have no obligation to give it to them. The police had, well, <laughs> that's true. You don't have an obligation to give it to them, but you and I both know if you don't do it when they demand that you're going to get, you're going to get um, violence subjected on you. Because I don't know that about that. Be- I, I don't know about <laughs> well, that. The, the police have the authority to, to temporarily seize evidence in order to, uh, such as a vehicle, if a, if a drug dog walks mm-hmm. around a car, the, the drug dog 
hit on the car, you know, which the, you know, the handlers can make their dog hit on the car, even when there's nothing in it. But if a drug, if a drug dog sniffs a car um, and the person will not allow the police to search it, the police have the authority to, to detain the vehicle and apply for a search warrant. Now, the same thing is true about a bottle of, uh, of beer. Now, it's obvious that, uh, or it's generally obvious, if someone's standing downtown drinking a, a, from a, a Budweiser beer container, that they are drinking beer. But the thing is this, the police may technically be right and in, in be able to obtain a search warrant very easily in order to open the container of beer and test the contents of it. But first off, most police aren't going aren't gonna to even care about this. And when I used to charge people with uh, possession of an open container, I would just dump the contents out and send it, uh, send it to court. And if anyone pled not guilty, they would have beat the case because right. the police have to be – the police would have – have to prove that what was in the bottle was alcohol. Well, now the cops so, around but, here aren't dummies. Uh, we post over at the Free Keen Forum, where, where the act, a lot of the activists hang out and they uh, socialize. You're, you're over there as well. Um, and it was pointed out on the forum that uh, the first time they made the bus for the open container, they did dump it out. So, or, uh, like, I think it was last night, they were out there again. Uh, and they, I think it was two nights ago. Anyway, they ticketed Heike again, the, uh, the same young lady that was arrested on Sunday. They ticketed her again for an open container. This time they did apparently take the uh, the bottle with them into their police cruiser. So uh, so they had, right. well, they took an, uh, every, a sample. Everything we're saying and doing is out in the open, and it's important that the police realize, and I know the Keen police, some of them listen to your show. It's important that they know that that. You know, the the advice that I'm giving to people or the suggestions I'm giving to people is not meant to slight the police. It's meant to protect peaceful people from having their money taken from them and having their license taken away and getting thrown in jail if they don't pay. I mean, we're talking about um, responsible adults just sitting around enjoying a beer on property that they pay for. And in a free country, they should be left alone. Absolutely. In many, police, many but, municipalities, uh, drinking a beer out in the open isn't a problem. In Keene, New Hampshire, drinking a beer out in the open air isn't a problem as long as you're at one of the tables of one of the restaurants. Or that on has, your own property. You know, some, or in your own property. It's just that they, for whatever reason, don't like it in their public parks now um in the you know, there's many parks including beaches uh, all across the nation you can drink a beer uh, so it's it's this kind of I, I don't know weird social thing that they've got going well what i'm the, the suggestions i'm giving uh, are the suggestion to put the cap on the bottle first off this is going to make it so they have to invest anywhere from two to four hours to do a search warrant and contact a judge and have a judge sign it just so they can open the top of the bottle they're never going to do it test and test the contents of it. And and I tend to agree with you, Mark. I don't think that they're going to do it because it takes so much time and, it, and it's just so – and first off, I, I, you know, back when I was a cop, I never would have thought that someone would have, would have done this. But th- this is just a way to make, it, to, to make it so impossible for them to enforce the law that it's just, you know, from a cost-benefit analysis, they're just not going to do it and they're just going to leave peaceful people alone. Now, even after getting a search warrant to open the – open the bottle. And it's important that if you are going to drink from an open container in public, that the police not see you open it in the first place. Like if you're going to open it, open it in a cooler so they can't see you break the original seal. Mm -hmm. Because as far as as they know, what you're drinking uh, is something that looks like beer. And you could have, you know, if you get, if you plead not guilty and take them to court and they don't go through the testing process, you can say, well, officer, isn't it possible that I put uh, you know, completely non-alcoholic beer, 0.0% ethyl alcohol into this container, and uh, I was drinking from that. And, and unless the police 
go through the process to get a warrant, go to the forensic lab, they're going to have to say, <laughs> yes, that's possible. And that is reasonable doubt, and the case is thrown no, out. And these and, guys don't want to do work. I mean, they're used to just no. being able to intimidate their way to uh, to getting convictions, but uh, that's not that's not working here anymore as activists are starting to refuse to cooperate uh, with, the, with, the, with the system, refuse to plead out. Uh, it makes things very difficult on them. Yeah, and you know this. This again to the police that are listening to this. This is not. This is not to 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 try to slight you or to make you feel like you're you know you're a bad person. And and, and again, I I was a cop for eleven years. I arrested people for some of the stupidest stuff that that you can imagine, and I regret doing it. It's just this is just trying to give people new ideas and and uh, try to make the enforcement of the law so tedious that the police won't will choose to leave peaceful people alone. Because the it sure would be nice. Have, well, they, 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 they're sent there by their superiors. I mean, um, yes, they, they are the, under the, orders. The fact is, these guys would leave these people alone if, if they had their druthers, I believe. Because well, I think so. One of the guys mo- most was, nights they don't. One of the guys was walking away from uh, Central Square the, uh, the other night, and I was approaching at that moment, and he said, thank God I got called away. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't want to be there. You know, he yeah, wanted to be I out mean, catching real criminals. Well, and, and that's impossible. I mean, I wanted to stay a, a police officer, but it's just impossible, you know, especially because of the fact that the way I was getting paid uh, is backed up by the threat of <laughs> of losing your house and violence and then death if you, if you, uh, you know, take it to its logical conclusion. But, you know, there's many things that activists can do to protect themselves from the police, and it's not... It's not to be rude to the police, just to protect people. Brad, will you do me a favor and write up something over, if you get a chance, over at freekeen.com about this, you know, open container and things people need to... Oh, great. Was it today? Because I haven't been there yet. (laughs) Yeah, check it out. It's pretty long. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate hearing from you today. If you want more of uh, Brad, you can go to freekeen.com and get some of uh, his writings there. more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. American patriots, would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson, Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. If we get a chance, Mark, we're going to talk about a military guy and his experience uh, being involved in what was a massacre. We'll uh, talk about that, hopefully. But your calls get primary uh, you know, priority here at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more new radio stations around the country. We've got 81 now uh, from coast to coast. And uh, plus, we'll also do Internet outreach and bring more Internet listeners on board to expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, the commercial-free podcast, and more. It's all there for you at amp.freetalklive.com. I love primary priority. It's so much better than regular priority. Yeah. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I recently found a product. It's uh, it's it's called the Tiger Light. It is a flashlight. It's a super bright flashlight that has an integrated pepper spray in it. Um, and that means that you can take it with you pretty much wherever you go. You can have it for your loved ones, for your um, you know, young your your wife, your children, things like that. Obviously, you want to give it a young child, but uh, you know, teenage children, and they can have the protection for people that may not want to carry a handgun for protection. The Tiger Light is a great alternative. As a matter of fact, it has the stopping power of a handgun, and it doesn't have the lethality that goes with it. Um, you can get one at tiger.freetalklive.com. By the way, it's not nearly as expensive as a handgun either. It's an awesome product. I have one uh, that I take with me uh, most everywhere. It's Tiger Light at tiger.freetalklive.com. All right. We continue taking your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Bobby is listening to WKBK in Westminster, Vermont. Hello, Bobby. Hi, Ian. How are you? Hey, Super. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, hey, listen, I I, um, I was listening to you know what the former officer said and and I listened to you uh, when you were talking to Cynthia today and the mayor and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and you know, I, I, I've been listening to Free Talk Live for quite some time, and, and I'm hoping to go, I'm going to be online here within the next couple of weeks, so I'll be able to, you know, tune in uh, what's going on, you know, with the website and everything. But, you know, I, 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 uh, I think that the wrong message is being sent. What's that? Okay. Well, you know, the, the, you know that it's against the law to drink in the common. Uh, it's it's against Correct. the law in many places, and specifically here in King, right. New Hampshire, to drink I mean, any place that's publicly owned. So, uh, yes. Okay. okay, so we know that it's against the law to do that. We know that it's against the law to, you know, use drugs and stuff like that. Would it make more sense... You know, if, you know, if you're in your own home, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you know, as opposed to, you know, drawing this, you know, controversy. I mean, yeah, okay, the common, you know, some of it belongs to you and some of it belongs to me and some of it belongs to, you know, Joe and Jane Public and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But we also pay, you know, uh, the, the authorities... You know, to uh, you know, watch out for these areas and stuff like that for you know people that vandalize. And I'm not saying sure. that you guys do. Well, with it, okay, right, Bobby. However, with, with vandalism, you've actually got a victim. You've actually got some property that's right. been damaged. So that makes sense. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to allude to that. Okay. Now, you guys have, have mentioned, and I'm really looking forward at some point to meeting you because you really sound like a real decent person. Well, thanks. Now, I appreciate I'm, you know, you know, not to kill you or, or shoot you or hurt you or anything, but <laughs> nevertheless, let's assume for one moment that, you know, there's a group of individuals that are downtown, you know, at 11 o'clock, and they're, you know, having their tate and, and you know, their water pipes or whatever, and they are being peaceful. Mm-hmm. And the police have to come down there because... That's what they're ordered to uh, do. But, okay, but that's oh, just no, it. I haven't finished yet. They don't, but go ahead. Let me finish, because I think this will make sense. The police have to come down here because that's what they're told to do. They're told to patrol the area. If the police are down there, okay, and, you know, they, they have to patrol this area because of what's going on. If I, If my wife, okay, and I love my wife more than anything in this world, went down to the store to go and 
you know, pick up a pack of cigarettes or to get mm-hmm. some soda or something like that. And somebody came into the store and decided that they were going to rob the store. If the police were not available because they're downtown, you know, biting nagging with you guys, and they can't free up because of this. I totally understand, my wife, my Bobby. Wife, listen to me, my wife, if she can't get out of there or gets her or harmed in any way, then she's a victim. Would you agree? Bobby, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying. What she's a victim of is is poor management on the side of the police department. I mean, the police departments are uh, unfortunately they're uh, the they're given the duties of going and and hassling people that aren't really harming anyone or their property. Right, but, but okay, you know that it's uh, and again, I, I'm, I'm not you know. I agree with the legalization of marijuana. Bobby, before you go on, hang on. If you can hang on, let me just answer your question here real quick, because uh, there's one point, there's a very important point that uh, you've glossed over, and most people don't know this about the police, but you you use the term that the police have to come out and do this. Uh, They have to come out and harass people that are just enjoying a night in the park uh, with an open container or something like that or smoking pot, Uh, and that's not true. The police do not have to do that. The police have discretion, and this is the police across the country have total discretion to enforce whatever laws they would like to whenever they want to enforce Their superiors them. have the discretion too and what the but the, the the inferiors don't have the discretion to not obey what their the orders are of their their superiors so my point here is uh bobby that uh, for weeks these nightcaps have been going on for weeks people gathered in the park and the police occasionally they're driving around all the time so they knew and people were waving at them with their with you know beers in their hands and they just drive on by and then uh there was one cop that occasionally a cop will walk around the uh, the circle and check the doors on the front doors of the businesses which i fully support i think that's a peace officer thing i think that's something they should be doing uh, but that, that that cop never once we saw that cop walk around the circle a number of days never once did he actually cross into the park to investigate what was going on so these guys don't have to do these things they can focus on real crimes. It's just they are choosing not to. So really the issue isn't with the people in the park. The issue is with, as you're pointing out, Mark, the priorities of uh, the, the of the police. The administration, okay, I but, think. But, but, this, but again, you know, in coming from a knucklehead off the street, okay, it's still against the law to have marijuana. It's still against the law to drink in a public park. And these are these are government's uh, laws, their statutes. To, what do you expect the police to do when they see somebody out there with a can of beer in their hand, you know, drinking? I expect or them they, to... If they see somebody to, you know, that's, you know, smoking a joint, what do you expect the police... I mean... To, to answer your question, game? to answer your question, what I expect them to do is the right thing, not what the law says, the right thing. And the right thing is to leave peaceful people who are not harming others, who are not destroying property, to leave those folks alone. The law also says, Bobby, you can find different laws that are on the books. Right. The law so, says you can't put an, um, any kind of item into a used milk container. The law says you can't, you play can't sports be open on Sunday. Pre- yeah, you can't have your business open on Sunday. Why aren't the cops enforcing these things, Bobby? I mean, for God's sakes, there's businesses open on Sunday. There's Little League games on Sunday. Sunday. I mean, there's uh, fo- football children, and soccer. Children playing baseball because, because on the God the me, Lord's Day. Uh, 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 let me tell you why that is. Because Joe and Jane Public are the ones that cried out for these laws. If you want to make a difference in this matter, okay, my suggestion is to either, number one, 
find a candidate that will change these laws, or either that, number two, you know, run for election yourself. Bobby, I appreciate that, and people are doing that. There's a, there's a self-professed anarchist that's going to be run for running for state rep here in the Keene area this year. So those things are happening. It's just that the government system is so slow and arduous to actually get anything done as far as changing it. Uh, that's why you're not seeing any progress, because that stuff takes forever to happen. But, my, but the one thing you said I disagree with is that Joe and Jane Public, I don't think they're crying to outlaw Little League games on Sunday. But I'm telling you, Bobby, there is right. a law There's civil that disobedient says... Go- Obedience going on right here in Keene, New Hampshire, where it says that you know people have their have their businesses open um, on Sundays, and that's the law. I mean, it's because and, it's the, and, and the way to challenge that. Okay, is not to uh, you know circumvent the law, but people or, are Bobby. Listen to me. The whole listen state is, or to challenge the law in that respect. So you don't Again, think that you don't think that kids should have a little league game on Sunday until I'm they get the law changed? That. But there's, there's a right way to handle this, Bobby, and then there's a right way. There's I a appreciate way it, man. I thank you. And like you say, if you want to come out and meet us, if you, you, you live in the area, go to calendar.freekeen.com. There's a whole list of things uh, that we're doing there, and it's a good way to And I think uh, that, you know, that, that there's fine people working within the system, and I think that there's there's places for inside the system and outside the system activists. All right, more coming up here. Thanks for the call. Hour two's on the way. Take control of the airwaves. Free Talk Live. My worst day ever? I'm waiting in this crazy line at the DMV. So I'm checking the web. Zero responses to my new resume. My 98% compatibility match now just wants to be friends. And hackers have taken over my Facebook account. I just thought, has the whole world turned against me? It's not the whole world that's turned against you. It's the Internet. Private, inaccurate, or unflattering information posted about you online can hurt your reputation, your career, and even your relationships. But now, help is available. It's called Reputation Defender. Reputation Defender controls your privacy online and manages how you look when someone Googles you. Reputation Defender continuously monitors everything about you on the web, including 40 social networks. It also removes your personal information from websites that collect and sell it, protecting your privacy. Go to MyReputation.com or call us at 877-720-6497. 877-720-6497. Use promo code BLACK for a special discount on our revolutionary service. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves take, and uh, bring up whatever's on your mind. That's so how we call the show Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231 is the number. The website, freetalklive.com. You can go there and get interactive with other listeners in a variety of different ways. Uh, the bulletin board system is one of those ways. So head over and enjoy at bbs.freetalklive.com. Also, our webcam is available for you as well, cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch and listen, and it's all free. Plus, you can chat with other listeners. The chat room's built into the same page as the cam. Head over to cam.freetalklive.com and know that the webcam is brought to you by memorydealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBIX, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer 
offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, that's MemoryDealers.com. As we go to your phone calls, you can dial in about whatever's on your mind if we get a chance. Mark, you're going to tell us about uh, the military, uh, one man's story of what it was like to be on the ground during a helicopter massacre. Uh, we'll get to that if we get a chance, but your calls come first. Let's talk first to John, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, John. John in Indianapolis, going once. John, yes, sir, hello I'm, there. I'm here. I'm here, here you are. Go for it. What's on your mind? Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate getting through. Um, yeah, I would like to uh, discuss sweating. 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 Perspiration. I'm sweating. I am sweating my ass off. Okay. That's what I do. I, I don't believe in air conditioning, so I'm sweating my ass off. Okay. Well, if you moved to Florida, you'd believe in air conditioning. Yeah. Well, Why don't you well, believe maybe, in air conditioning? Yeah, but I, I, I don't believe in it. I, I think it's No, the question is why. Why don't you believe in air conditioning? Because I, I've went around... Um, these uh, doctor practitioners that that claim that you can be on a drug habit and yeah. stay healthy. The hell's that have to do with air conditioning? Well, because when you sweat, you you alleviate your system of a lot of toxins. So let me see if I've got you straight when here. When you urinate, you do the same thing. Well, well let me see if I've, I'm understanding you. You're saying that you've got a drug habit, and so therefore you believe that if you sweat a lot, that it will help clear your system out? No, I don't have a drug habit. So why I'm don't you not, believe in your... I'm not on any drugs at all. So you just believe I, that I, sweating's I've done, good? I've lived this way for years. In the summertime, um, I'll go outside or I'll even sit in my own place and I'll sweat. And I sweat all the toxins out of my system. Now, I, I believe It's, it's a that, nice thing to believe. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but... Uh, well, well it's, just, it's discomfort. It's discomfort. discomfort. It's, not, it's, it's not a comfortable way to live, but at the same time, it's a healthy way to live. And yeah, I, I don't know if that's true. They're Monks old. in the Middle Ages used to do used to these wear these hair shirts as uh, as, as penance to God, and uh, they'd flagellate themselves and things like that, beat themselves with uh, sticks and, and and things like that. Have you considered any of that? Well, no. I mean, I live on a very low low fat diet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I eat salmon and broccoli and, and uh, a lot of garlic. Okay. And uh, that's good for your immune well, system. Look, look, uh, it's not I don't good know. for the salmon's immune system. I can tell you that, John. I don't. I, I don't, kill them. I don't know if it's true that uh, that it's good for you to sweat a lot. I mean, maybe it's not. It's probably not a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's designed to keep you cool and everything like that. Uh, but if you're an older person, and you don't sound that old, but if you're an older person, being hot can be very detrimental. I mean, Mark, uh, we, we used to come from Florida. You and I were born and raised down there, and, and there's a lot of old people in Florida, and uh, whenever, uh, for, for instance, if a hurricane comes through and knocks out the power grid or something like that, and people are out of power for a long time, because pretty much everybody's got air conditioning down in Florida, uh, old people yeah. start dying off. It's not healthy not to have air conditioning down in Florida. Right. Chicago or New York City, when they get a heat, uh, heat wave, people, people die because they are, are too hot, so they're not getting enough uh, hydration. So it can be really dangerous what you're talking about well well what i mean to say is this that i think we've been misled in our health community about the way to live 
Well, I think I, there's a lot think, of bad I, information out there, and I don't know if you've got the right info either, but I thank you for the call tonight, and I appreciate hearing from you. It's hard to believe anybody in the, you know, the healthcare field because they all, it seems like they all want to make money off of you. I know that's not necessarily true for uh, for all of them, but do you believe the allopathic doctors? Do you believe the naturopathic doctors? Yeah. Who's, who's the, telling the it's truth? It's funny the surgeons want to give you surgery. It's funny mm-hmm. the uh, the the doctors that purvey drugs want to give you drugs, and it's the the, the doctors that do uh, spinal adjustments want to adjust your spine. I, you know, everybody everybody wants to sell you your thing. I guess you try what you try. Yeah. You do what you, you do what works for you. Do what you believe in, and right? you know, hopefully you have a good life. If uh, if sweating's your thing, sweat away, <laughs> brother. <laughs> All right, let's continue here with your phone calls about what you want. Jack is in Columbus. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, how are you? Hey, Jack, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, it's funny you brought up uh, surgery and uh, because I want to talk about circumcision in America. Oh, dear. Yeah. What a horrible a thing. Subject. Yeah, very horrible. Um, basically, I've been doing a lot of research and, uh, well, you know, with circumcision for the viewers, for the listeners that don't know, is uh, the removal of the foreskin from the penis. Yes, and uh, it's a fairly common procedure in the United States, and it's completely unnecessary and, and barbaric, in my opinion. Yes, I agree with you. It's, it was instituted in 1955 by a uh, medical establishment headed by a guy named Morris Fishbein. Uh, in 1955, what? they circumcised 90% of uh, baby boys. Wasn't and, uh, Kellogg's and Graham behind it as yeah. well, pushing it real heavy? Yeah, earlier, before that, yes. Yeah, the, the, the guys that, just for the, for, in case people were wondering, yes, it's that Kellogg's right. and that Graham Cracker, as, those guys. As far as, uh, you know, medical treatments go, circumcision has been uh, prescribed for more cures to more diseases than anything else uh, has ever has in history or something like that. It's uh, it's amazing what the, the, the things that they believed that it was going to cure, as if circumcision was going to cure masturbation. That so was what they, they think. Now they think it's going to cure AIDS. Yeah. It's ludicrous. Yeah, it, it's on. It's it's ludicrous. You're right. Um, well, the point is the removal of all that erogenous tissue of the foreskin. Uh, there are about forty thousand nerve endings connected to your brain mm. on the foreskin, and the head becomes exposed permanently and rubs against clothing and rubs against air and becomes smaller than it should be. Uh, there's something called foreskin restoration, which I encourage all your circumcised listeners to Google. And you know what? I know helped. what you're talking about. I saw the uh, the Penn and Teller episode that was all about circumcision, and uh, it it's very interesting. I, it's for me. I don't know if I'm really interested in hanging weights from uh, what remains of my uh, you know force, foreskin uh, in order to kind of pull it, uh, train it back downward because that's essentially what uh, what you have to do. Yeah. But well, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you tried true. this? Um, have, have you attempted yes, this? Yes, yes, I have attempted this. I'm a Okay, let me tell you. Okay, I went to TLCTugger.com, you know, bought a TLC Tugger. That's, that's the first step. Uh, but before I started applying those... Mark, we need uh, to go after them for some advertising dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to plug anybody, but that's just the device I use. There's another one called the DTR. There's another one. Okay. You know, basically and Google how long do you have to it. use this device on a daily basis? Well, first of all, uh, I was cut when I was 11. Mm-hmm. And that was around when I got mine, too. 11 years yeah. old? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because of phimosis. Uh, well, phimosis, that's a whole other subject. It's a false disease. It's not a real disease. Uh, they diagnose it in order to... All right, so I'm sorry. Uh, back on to the circumcision. We've got to move things along here. Okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, you use this device. It, takes, it depends how much the doctor cut off, but it could take uh, between one year and four years. Mm-hmm. And you could do it by hand. You could do it using a device. And how long and- have you been at this? 
I've been at it for less than a year now, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's a thing. Uh, if you use the TLC tugger, which is what I'm using, they cover up. It's there's a cone involved. We don't have time to get too descriptive here, uh, but what is it? Uh, how how many hours a day do you have to use it? Um, like uh, four to eight, but I don't do it Whew. every day. I do it every other every it's a, it's other day. It's a lot. Of, it's a it's a it's real. Really, you uh, don't feel it. You don't feel it. And, yeah. and you get used to it. And while you're sleeping, you put the cone on top to retain the foreskin above it. And in the meantime, your head becomes bigger and more moist. It's Thank very, you for the call I tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate hearing from you. I, you know, I've I've been circumcised, and I can't really say I'm really too interested in going and bringing it back necessarily it seems like a lot of effort yeah it seems presumptuous to uh just go chop people's parts off um even if those people are related to you but um i i I wouldn't bother with that either yeah who's in favor of circumcision these days 800-259-9231 are you one of those people it's free talk live you can bring up anything hey everybody scott horton here for freedomcam.net from coast to coast the increasingly militarized american police state has grown out of control Peace officers have become law enforcement. The old doctrines of minimal force have fallen by the wayside. Cops are now trained to use overwhelming force in virtually every situation, resulting in an epidemic of police brutality across our society. I say fight back while you still can. Film the cops and put it on YouTube. A critical mass of police brutality videos is being assembled online, and a change is going to come. Police perjury is no match for instant replay. FreedomCam.net offers discreet video cameras to help you avoid confiscation while checking power and protecting yourself. FreedomCam.net This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site, including our shrine of female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of this program. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see it for yourself. And if you're a lady listener, you can get involved. Details are at shrine.freetalklive.com. You're being researched online. In some cases, online every day, and it's affecting your life whether you realize it or not. So know and control what the Internet says about you. When you apply for a job, a loan, or to a school, when you date, if you run a business, you're being researched and compared to others. Private, inaccurate, or unflattering information posted online about you can hurt you and your reputation, your career, even your relationships. Go to MyReputation.com to find out more. Use Promo code FREE, F-R-E-E, as in Free Talk Live, and get a special discount at MyReputation.com for Reputation Defender. MyReputation.com. All right, 800-259-9231, continuing with your phone calls. Let's go first to Scott, listening in West Virginia to WVTS. Hello, Scott. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, not much. I just I just turned on the radio, and I was listening to that guy that just called in. He was talking about circumcision. Mm-hmm. And that kind of made me think about other other useless medical procedures that we're doing uh, or we had done on a regular basis that were considered normal, like, I don't know, lobotomy and leeches. Oh, boy. And, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's right up there with that. I mean, you know, but I, I, you know, it's, I don't it's know if it's quite as severe as a lobotomy, but uh, nonetheless, it, it's... 
It's pretty ludicrous. And I, I, I'm sure that uh, people in the medical field, uh, every once in a while, they'll see an instance where somebody who, if they had been circumcised, would have been better off. Um, that's That much, I'm sure, is certainly true. However, there's damage through circumcision, and I'm not sure that uh, that it's worth whatever it prevents. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I understand that. I just... Uh, I don't know, but there was just there were certain things that were once at once upon a time they were looked at as you know commonplace, and this was the accepted method for doing things. And I think that's probably where we'll end up if if, if we haven't already. This is where we're, we've gone. I hope so. Um, I hope people start waking up to this. I can tell you that uh, I, I always kind of knew knew that circumcision was pointless. Uh, but mm-hmm. I never really understood how bad it was until I watched the Penn and Teller BS episode about it. And if anyone hasn't seen that, it is absolutely disturbing. I mean, they've actually got video footage of circumcision as it happens uh, to a, a young male child, and it's just it's horrifying. And the, the pain that the, the child experiences is, is completely unnecessary, uh, and it's just this old religious, basically an old religious uh, concept, or uh, beyond that, uh, Kellogg's and Graham believe they, like could, a holdover. they could stop people from, they believe that they could stop males from uh, self-pleasuring by engaging in this process, and of course, anyone who's a male and who's circumcised knows that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything I, else you want to share? Other, that's about it. I mean, you know, I just, I just thought I'd throw my two cents in. I appreciate it, Scott. I, I appreciate hearing from you, and thank you for the call at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Continuing with your calls, Larry, listening to WFLA FM in Tallahassee. Hello, Larry. Larry. Yes, sir. You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, uh I was wanting to comment on this circumcision thing. Uh. You know, God gave this circumcision uh, to Abraham back there in the Bible as a sign. This was a sign between him and, and his people. And uh, this, a lot of people think this was just for the Jews, but it speaks about the stranger in Isaiah 56 that wants to take a hold of his covenant. If you want to be a part of God and, and uh, uh, his salvation, this, this, is a, this is a commandment of God. This ain't something <laughs> Wait, you want Let me to see if I'm understanding not. what you're saying here. You're now, saying... I've heard some ludicrous things uh, <laughs> to, uh, to prescribe to God, but you're telling me that God is liable to send me to a burning pit <laughs> for all of eternity because I didn't have a piece of my, uh, my, my penis cut off? Well, uh, uh, well it's like this. He Your says, God sucks. Oh. Like, he's a really bad guy. What? No, he's he's a god of justice and mercy. And well, he, wait a minute. He, he, wait, if he's merciful, then he should forgive me for not wanting to chop well, pieces he, of my he, body he, off. Wait, hold well, on, hold well, on a it, second here, Larry. It's just a part of it's just a part of his commandment of, Larry, of, of being belonging wait, to him. Wait a minute, Larry. You know, you don't Larry, have to do don't, it. don't you, you don't, believe you don't in your have to do look, it before, Larry? You know, but Larry. It, Larry, I'm not a Christian, okay? But don't you believe I used to be? So I'm not don't a Christian. I don't claim that I was a Christian, but I, I think I think that's a, uh, I think the truth is the, the old covenant is this what people need to what go by. What would you by. call that, yourself now, Larry? The covenant. He said his laws will not be broken. He said I will not. Uh, the words that's come out. So of my are you mouth. saying? Uh, hold on. Are you saying that the foreskin was a creation of something other than your God? Well, I don't know, but all I know is that he he told Abraham. Why can't that, you that, answer that question? I mean, do you but, believe that God created man? Yes, I, yes, right. Well, then, if he that's the him. case, how can you say the God made a mistake with the foreskin? And, oh, oh, yeah, I really well, screwed this well, one up. He, well, he, now he you guys have to cut it off, he, or else he, you're going he, to hell. He, yeah, but he decided. I ain't gonna. Come, I ain't gonna say you're going to hell. But I mean, I'm, I'm gonna let. I mean, that's gonna be up to you whether you obey God or not. But, uh, Larry, there, there are lots. Know, of you obey your interpretation. People that don't understand, and all I know is. 
is I, I'm I'm praying that God will show you this because he I didn't see this for a long time, but uh, but maybe he will. Um, <laughs> see, God's got His commandments, and and He well, wants you. He says I'm. He says I want my people to be a peculiar people. You know, and that's Larry, why you're peculiar there because, are lots. But there's a lot of that, peculiar it, pe- peculiar people, and and certainly um, there, there's no doubt about that. But there's lots of people that have uh, all over the world different things that they do to their children. The Japanese people tie their little girls' feet up into lotuses, which is well, horrible mutilation. Right. There's a there's a tribe what in, about in female Africa, circumcision. right? Female circumcision. There's tri- tribe in Africa that takes out the two front teeth, and they think that people look ugly or childish without them. There's ones that wear rings around their necks, and I'm sure if you talk to some of them, at least they have to say, "Well, God." God told us to do it. And don't you think, I mean, isn't it just possible that uh, this is just some kind of religious uh, and sort of cultural thing from way back that because uh, Christianity has become the the predominant uh, religion, at least in the Western world, that that's the reason that we go for it? I mean... Really? Is it, well, well, I don't know, but it, it, it's a good health benefit too because I, I haven't got circumcised as of yet myself, but I'm going to. Because do I not do a, it, Larry. I get, I get an infection sometime. I, I imagine you do. He just, just wash down there, and, and I'd ru- I'd rather you know because right. sometime I, I, oh, Larry, I think I'm peeing in the urinal. And good I'm luck, brother. Left or right or something. I appreciate I appreciate but, hearing from you tonight, and thank you very much. At eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Wow. So God said that he made a mistake, basically, right? It's so like uh, God that extra part that he gave you screwed up and put that. Uh, well, I got to be. I got to be able to. There. I got to be able to pick out which ones are the good people and which ones are the bad people. So I have. Right. Well, well, it'll be kind of confusing it? with the women, but at least the guys, I'll be able to pick, pick out which ones are mine. And which, they they own the women anyway. Did, well, I mean, this is right. old Bronze Age bullcrap anyway. Did God also? Did Larry's God also uh, mandate that women also uh, have circumcision no. as well? Because it's it's far it's more horrific. There. I mean, it's bad enough what they do to to males, but I don't uh, even think that they're on the same. Uh, they're, they're not even on the same plane. I mean, they might have the same word, but you're not talking about the same stuff. No, certainly not. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You're certainly welcome to. Uh, Comment on cutting penises here tonight, or whatever it is that is on your mind. By the way, I want to welcome our brand newest affiliate, uh, the Ag and Information Leader, 1030 KBUF in Garden City, Kansas, our first Kansas station. Awesome. So uh, welcome aboard to everybody there in Garden City. I think you've probably already figured out that Free Talk Live isn't your average uh, conserva clone talk radio no, show no this is not your father's <laughs> talk radio 1-800-259-9231 you can talk about anything take control of the airwaves here and bring up whatever's on your mind 800-259-9231 this is free talk live the live saturday edition This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's. Let's Fix Dinner. Find dinner ideas to bring your family together at the table at letsfixdinner.com. Juggling schedules so that everyone eats together can be tough. Try starting with one family dinner a week, whenever you can fit it in. Take turns picking the meal and have everyone pitch in. Working together will bring your family closer, even if it is just once a week. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com, and all the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. 
Again, freetalklive.com. The features include news updates. You want to know what's going on with Free Talk Live, when it happens? Get on our updates list. You can follow us via email or you can do Twitter or Facebook, whichever one of those options works best for you or pick more than one. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for free. That's news.freetalklive.com. Every contest involves rules and every winner knows the rules and how to use them to their advantage. Jurisdictionary explains how to use the rules of the judicial system step by step, how to fill out their forms, get evidence, move the court, set hearings, do research, draft pleadings. It's all in there. It's all created by a doctor of jurisprudence who wants you to know how to protect yourself from members of his profession. It's it allows you it empowers you to take your cases to court yourself without an attorney. And uh, they've been in the the leadership in lawsuit self-help since 1997. I've taken their course. It's great. It's called Jurisdictionary at Jurisdictionary.com. I recommend it for you, whether you're talking about uh, traffic tickets, parking tickets, or, uh, you know, I I don't think I'd take a capital crime uh, (laughs) to court with Jurisdictionary. But at the very least, you'll know what your attorney's doing. It it informs you about a very important part of life, Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so we continue here uh, taking your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Uh, let's talk first. Uh, before we go on, there's a bunch of people who want to talk about circumcision. Let's f- first talk to Jim in New York. He's been waiting patiently. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Jim in New York going once. Jim in New York going twice. Maybe he wasn't waiting so patiently. Let's go instead to Bill listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Bill. Hi, I enjoy this topic a lot better than last week. I only get you once a week on Saturday nights. All right, um, so what's on your mind? Well, my opinion is, and I'm going to probably be the only one that says it, I think overall it's a good thing. The only negative... Circumcision? Is, yes. Overall, I think um, it's, it's very similar to baptism in a way, but the problem is uh, the child has no choice. Okay, That is a problem. It's a big problem. Well, that's the, the only negative I can see. Well, um, How about the fact that you lose the 40,000, however many it was, nerve endings in your penis? I don't believe that in a heartbeat. There's, there's well, there, 40,000? How many millions of nerves Nerves are real small, man. It's not hard to uh, get rid of 40,000. Look, they, I mean, they, it's not that you don't have to believe it. It's, uh, it's pretty much a fact, at least as, as I understand it. Again, Penn and Teller did an entire episode on this, and they had the medical experts in there to talk about this. I mean, you're literally mutilating uh, a man's penis. Well, no, you're, it's a cosmetic procedure for the most part. It's it looks mutilation. A lot it looks you're a you're lot cutting better. something that is natural. Right. Well, you could make the argument better. that people look better without ears and cut them off, too. It. And I'll tell you, nerve endings, no. You, have, you know what the glans penis is? I know what a glans is, yes. Okay, well, the glans penis is just a fancy word for saying the head. And mm-hmm. I guarantee you, sir, there's a... A million times more nerve endings on that. It's certainly a more important piece. I'll give you that. It's a more important piece. Now, the, the thing is, is, is the guy that's uncircumcised is a little bit more sensitive, and he is not going to last as long with a woman or a guy. Okay. That, is not, that is not true uh, necessarily at all. It's a fact. I think that he's, he's probably uh, more sensitive, I would agree. However, I think that uh, o- over time, everybody gets a little, better, a little more control, you know? Okay, I'll grant you that. But I, overall, it's a better thing. It's cleaner. It's a lot easier to take, take care of it. I mean, a lot of guys don't even know how to take a shower. They really don't. Well, Larry's going to get his taken care of in, uh, at, at you know, probably his 40s or 50s, whatever he's at. So, he, so you can make your own decision to do it. I just don't think it's, uh, it's not fair to make that decision for someone else. And I well, think that's, I, I, there's where I agree with you. The yeah. only thing is the poor child has no choice. But if it's, if it's done, I don't regret it. It was done to me. I'm glad it was done. And this idea of, oh, the poor baby 
hurts and all that. You don't remember any of that pain, believe me. No, clearly you don't remember it, obviously, but it's nonetheless uh, unnecessary pain. And I think the I think you're incorrect. I don't have the the uh, scientific details in front of me here, but I will do my best to dig some of them up uh, about circumcision and some of the allegations you're raising here, suggesting that circumcised penises are better for sex. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Well, I can kind of see where he's coming from. Everything's fine. Like I'm circumcised, and everything's fine over here. I don't feel like life is terrible, but I really don't know the difference. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. the only people that can really speak to this are people that have experienced both of them. There's so very few adults who choose to, uh, you know, go through this procedure. Okay, so, here's some info for you, Bill. Uh, sexu- according to Wikipedia, uh, the sexual effects of circumcision are the subject of much debate. The conclusion of the American Academy of Pediatrics is that a self-report of circumcised adult men had less sexual dysfunction and more varied sexual practices with equivocal evidence regarding sensitivity and sexual satisfaction. Conversely, so that backs up what you were saying, conversely, a 2002 review by Boyle et al. stated that, quote, the genitally intact male has thousands of fine-touch receptors and other highly erogenous nerve endings, many of which are lost to circumcision with an inevitable reduction in sexual sensation experienced by circumcised males, they concluded that evidence has also started to accumulate that male circumcision may result in lifelong physical, sexual, and sometimes psychological harm as well. Well, okay, can I respond to that? Mm-hmm. Number one, I really, I'm not an expert at being uncircumcised because I don't know what I've lost. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Okay. You don't miss what you don't have, number Obviously. one. Obviously. And this thousands, and whenever somebody gives me numbers, I have to say in relation to what? what? When you say, oh, you lost thousands, in relation to how many millions or billions of what you have somewhere else. Now, they don't tell you that, do they? Bill, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. In 07, uh, January of 07, the American Academy of Family Physicians stated that the effect of circumcision on penile sensation or sexual satisfaction is unknown because the epithelium of uh, circumcised glands becomes cornified and and because some feel nerve overstimulation leads to desensitization, many believe that the glands of the circumcised penis is less sensitive. I'd I'd say that you could probably make a very good argument for that. That makes perfectly good sense to me. Well, in fact, it's my understanding that the, the purpose of the foreskin is to protect the glands, to protect the, the, uh, the head of the penis to some extent, and then you know, it, it pulls back when, uh, when one is ready for, uh, for sexual uh, intercourse. And so it's essentially to reveal at that point your sex organ. So uh, it's, it's the, you know, the protection that uh, the male sex organ has that you know, the female's all inside, basically, so she's protected there, but this is the male's version of that protection, and it takes it away. Well, you know, I don't I, I'm not I don't know, honestly. I mean, you know, circumcision, I'm very know? skeptical okay. uh, as far as its its usefulness. People are always talking about it. You know, the, basically the cleanliness versus the loss in sensitivity. I don't feel terrible about this whole sensitivity issue. Um, so it doesn't that doesn't concern me. However, what does concern me is, look, if you want to be circumcised, that's something you as an adult male can do. 
Um, if you don't want to be, then yeah. then you don't have that option. If your parents just make that decision for you, well, you there can have been try court to grow cases, it back or whatever. As like I understand, uh, court cases uh, here in the United States where they have actually awarded uh, people, you know, uh, awards against their parents for having done this. So the fact mm-hmm. is, as a parent, you need to understand that you're putting yourself legally in liabilities place in case your children want to come back and sue you for this uh, this this usurpation of their of of their body. Uh, the you know the, the this stepping in and in the area that they should be able to make this decision. No valid evidence to date, however, supports the notion that being circumcised affects sexual sensation or satisfaction. Uh, they also reported- how are you going to test that? That's really what I mean. It'd be very difficult to test yeah. that. Uh, you, you ask one guy who's circumcised, did you uh, feel satisfied and enjoy your sex? Yes. You ask a guy who's not circumcised, did you? Yes, yes, I did. So I mean, what do you got? Two guys that are satisfied. In a 2007 study, uh, Sorrells et al. using monofilament touch test mapping found that the foreskin contains the most sensitive parts of the penis, noting that these parts are lost to circumcision. They also found that the glands of the circumcised penis is less sensitive to fine touch than the glands of the uncircumcised penis. And that's, that makes sense to me. I mean, if the, uh, if the foreskin is there to protect the glands, the head of the penis, then if it's not there anymore, then it's rubbing up against the inside of your pants or underwear or whatever it is, and, and that's going to desensitize you. Sure. And that's what they found. So, uh, the, you know, still it's, it's up in the air as to whether or not this has any kind of long-term effect on sexual performance and, uh, and all of that. But I think there is some evidence that shows that it def- decreases sensitivity. And you certainly are removing uh, nerve endings. And it's just, you know, obviously, it's not the way it was intended. Not to say there's anything wrong with modifying oneself. There's bo- the body, There's body modification. Who intended it? I, I don't know. Uh, evolution. So there's body modification out there, and if you want to modify yourself, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that you can do to your body. Just don't do it to your kids. Let them make it uh, their decision for themselves. We're coming up at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves this live Saturday edition. We're here to take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features there. The site allows you to influence some of the stuff we'll talk about on the airwaves. You just go to freetalklive.com, get signed up, accounts are free, and then when you see something online you think is interesting, you think our listeners might enjoy, you just submit it to the website and then other listeners will look at it, decide whether they like or dislike, and then uh, the most liked uh, items will make it to the front page and the top of our website, meaning we're more likely to see them and talk about them on the air. So head over to Amp, or excuse me, just go to freetalklive.com. If you want to go to amp.freetalklive.com, then that'll be a good way for you to get behind the show financially. Uh, so we continue here taking your phone calls. Uh, the circumcision topic blowing up. Mike is in Charleston listening to WSCFM. Uh, Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I'm glad you guys are finally addressing this very painful subject. Yes, sir. Glad we can help. Yeah, they, they, of course, you guys are absolutely right. I mean, we, we have to decide as a society, do we want to live in barbaric times or do we want to live in a modern society? I mean, 
that's so barbaric that we do that. You know, I'm not circumcised myself, and my sons are not neither. And I, I try to, you know, explain to people that it's so painful to the kids. It, it do cause psychological damage, and we don't even know how much. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I don't know about psychological damage because I don't really think about it uh, very often. But when I when it's brought to my attention, it does bug me that uh, it was done to me without my consent. And I mean, it's not it doesn't bug me enough to where I'm going to sue my parents over it or anything like that. Um, but it's still, uh, it's it's a little irritating that uh, that that it's was a done. poor decision. But I mean, people make poor decisions, you know. Yeah, and, and nobody's mentioning the female um, um, mutilation also in Africa. You know, I mean. And I'm thinking, if that's not okay for a female, why should it be okay for a male, you know? Well said. Although, Mark pointed out, it certainly is a completely different category of severity, uh, because what they do to females is, is right. just the horrifying. Only thing, the only thing that's, that's same about uh, male and female circumcision is the word. Um, I mean, the parts yeah. that, get, uh, that, that get cut are completely different. Oh yeah, what's the difference with the female? What well, it was? As you know, um, you know that uh, you know up until I think it's the fourth month or something like that. I'm not a doctor. Uh, the, the fetuses are the same, and so when uh, sex organs begin to change, essentially the one is the inside out of the other, and uh, the, the labia minora and the clitoris, which are the the, the parts of uh, that are cut during female circumcision, are the equivalent of the glands and the like cutting the off scrotum. your penis. Yeah, it's yeah. well the the glands oh, and the scrotum. Wow, man. Yeah. That's so, it's horrifying. Yeah, it's horrifying. Really really like, we live so barbaric. That's so barbaric. And I mean, come on. We, we could do better than that. Hey, as, thank as a human race. Mike, I want to thank you for your call and your thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 1 800 259 9231. Female genital cutting, also known as female genital mutilation, this again, Wikipedia, is any procedure involving the partial or total remover, uh, removal rather of the external female genitalia or other injury to the female genital organs. So they literally are attempting to prevent uh, those women from having, those girls uh, from having any sort of possibility of uh, sexual pleasure. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole goal. It's a cultural thing that uh, the idea that, uh, well, it, it, you know, a woman would be basically unfit for marriage in those cultures if she is not mutilated in this way. So people feel obligated to do this for their, their female children. Because it's the it, I, at that point in those societies, marriage is the best way for them to sort of get along and uh, you know live a good life. So they feel obligated to do it. It's it's this cultural thing that perpetuates itself. It's disgusting yeah. and it shouldn't happen. But you know, I mean, it's what are you going to do? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to address. Whereas, well, uh, while fe- uh, male circumcision is 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 bad it's uh, it's an annoyance uh it's it's inappropriate the female circumcision is horrifying it's a crime as far and as i'm horrible concerned. and despicable it would be a crime here in the united states as a matter of fact it may very well be uh we continue with your calls emilio listening in tampa to wfla emilio you're on free talk live hey how are you guys doing tonight super what's on your mind um well i <laughs> what what you know i want to talk about the circumcision thing of yes, course sir. Because uh, uh, everyone's talking about it. <laughs> um, basically, um, I think you had a caller on earlier named Larry. Yes. That was talking about the Bible, and he kind of got it wrong. <laughs> Tell me about um, it. Well, basically, I mean, and of course, we can go into a whole long drawn out thing about this, but I'll be as brief as possible. Um, what it, what it, what is basically uh, in the Bible is that the circumcision that God uh, instructed His people to do is as a reminder uh, and also covenant. Uh, to remind them that they were his people. And this all, of course, stemmed back to the whole, um, when God asked Abraham to go into the wilderness and, uh, you know, sacrifice his son, and then God stopped him. 
And that was kind of God's promise. Isn't God kind of tricky that way, you know? I mean, I'd be a little pissed at God if he said, Hey, Mark, take your son Jack out into the back 40 and uh, build an altar and get ready to stab him in his heart on it just to show me that you love me properly. And then, you know, at the very end, he says, Oh, here's a ram. Go ahead and sacrifice this instead. (laughs) Wouldn't you be kind of pissed at God for that? I'd be, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed off, but, you know... um, I still, you know, I'm a Christian myself, so I still believe in him, and uh, I would trust that he would that his his decisions are are correct. And everything. is there but, any possibility these are just uh, I'm, when, the farther you go back, the the more I believe you're talking about old weird stories and not uh, God. I mean, like you can, t- I kind of get the whole Jesus thing and the teaching, and you know, walking on water that, that messes with me a little bit. But uh, I I feel like that guy was really right on in the ways that he talked about God and his relationship with God. However, when you're starting starting to talk about uh, Moses and Abraham and and uh, Samson and uh, what Balaam and his talking ass. I mean, these guys, I don't feel like, I, I feel like they went out in the, the wilderness, ate some strange berries, came back and told some people some weird stories. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I, I used to work in a Jewish temple, and it's exactly the words you're saying. You're not going to believe this. The rabbi said the exact same words, and, and he, you know, you would think, well, doesn't that mean, why would he be a rabbi if he would say that? He, he was actually using it as a teaching tool. And and to just put a, a, a little bit of, of emphasis on that, uh, just to explain what I'm saying, um, the, what he said, because I asked him, well, can you explain that? And he said, well, you know, nobody, there is no one that can say these things literally happened. No one can say, oh, yeah, Moses parted the Red Sea. Oh, def- oh yeah, there were, you know, however many, uh, you know, locusts and, you know, the now ran red with blood. Because, come on, you know. Uh, they would have to be immortal, so we'd probably have to get Duncan McLeod in on the subject. <laughs> you know, so a Highlander so, reference. Yeah, there can it, be there only one. <laughs> there can be. You better believe it, man. There hey. can be only one. Hey, Emilio. So, so let me see if I understand where you're coming from. You're not taking a quite as radical position as Larry was earlier. Uh, and Larry didn't say you'd go to hell for not being circumcised. But I mean, what is it? Uh, what are you suggesting about uh, surrounding circumcision? I mean, if you're not circumcised, that means you're not one of God's people. I thought God created everybody. No, 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 no. No, 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 and I apologize. Let, let me clarify. Um, what I'm saying is, I was just just clarifying what the from the biblical point of view. Now, from a Christian point of view, no, it's not. You you don't go to hell if you don't get circumcised. It's not accurate. It's not true. I will no, I say, didn't think it was. I, I, I'm no. pretty I'm pretty clear on uh, on that. But uh, yeah, 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 no, it, no. Now, now, as far as the Jews, I I don't know. I, I I even though yes, I did work at a Jewish temple, but it was a Reformed Jewish temple, so they had views a little differently than Orthodox. I don't know if they still believe that. Uh, no, and, I mean, I have a two-year-old son. I did not circumcise him. I wasn't circumcised as my parents were big-time Roman Catholic. And mm-hmm. I, I am going to have another son, again, not going to circumcise him either. It's my the right choice. It's the right choice yeah. to make. And I th- I Emilio, I want, to, I want to thank you for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Roger is listening to WGBF in Evansville, Indiana. Roger, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. How you doing? Hey, Roger, what's on your mind? Yeah, well, uh, I think Paul was saying that uh, the Jews and the Gentiles were God's people, and I think he even threw in circumcised and uncircumcised, so that kind of took away the requirements there. And as far as, you know, the rabbi saying they couldn't verify that anything happened, well, if you don't believe the Bible is the inspired word, you know, it's nothing but a fairy tale. So you either, you know, believe it or not. 
And well, Jews, couple- Jews have a different religion, um, really, than, than Christianity. And, and often what you'll find rabbis doing is challenging people's beliefs. Rather than preachers tell you what to believe, rabbis challenge the way you believe. And so they, you, you, I mean, you can judge their religion in any way you wish, but, um, you know, I, 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 you know that's, that's the, the way that they generally teach. Hey, yeah, something else. I lived in New Hampshire for 10 years after I got out of the Air Force. And uh, that jurisdictionary.com and the uh, downsize DC, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, with New Hampshire being a live free or die state, it's got a lot of corruption in the court system. Oh, of course. But, where, uh, where, who doesn't have which, which state uh, government doesn't have corrupt courts? <laughs> yeah, but my question is, you know, it's it's about time the Tea Parties got together and start tried to straighten some of this stuff out. Well, what do you suggest? Oh, hold people accountable to what they do say that? in there. I think people have been yeah. trying, trying to hold uh, politicians accountable for a very long time. If you, if you feel like explaining yourself, I'd like you to. Hang on. We'll bring you back here in hour number three. You can tell me how to hold the politicians accountable. Because I'd love to know. Yeah. I'm, please, enlighten me. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Hour three's coming up. It's the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in, take control of the airwaves, and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. We've been all over the place uh, tonight. We started the show out with a phone call, and and that usually means that it's just you never know what you're going to get. And tonight... Uh, we've been everywhere from talking about apologizing to people, uh, to civil disobedience regarding open containers, to an uh, incredibly popular topic of circumcision. Uh, but we left off the last hour with Roger uh, listening in Evansville to WGBF. And Roger, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, now Roger, right at the very end of the hour, you made a suggestion that I wanted to expound upon here. And uh, that was that you believe the Tea Parties need to get together and hold these politicians accountable. Did I understand you correctly? Yes, you did. All right. So, what do you got? In, what do you got in mind? What's the plan? Well, our group here, we've got uh, a pledge that we have them sign that they're going to uphold the Constitution. You know, that since that's the supreme law of the land, and enforce the federal laws that you know aren't illegal, of course. And uh, it's well, what like federal laws got... aren't illegal? I'm just curious. Oh well. Uh, 
Because well, it pretty much all seems... There, there's a bigger problem that the federal laws on the books they don't they don't enforce if it's not beneficial to the state. Kind of like with Arizona trying to get immigration enforced because the feds aren't doing their job. Well, wouldn't you say that uh, I would I would seem to me that the federal government's laws are mostly all unconstitutional. So how about we just throw it all out? Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Why not? But well, my biggest issue was with child support. What's that have to when do with the federal up, government? It's not written in the Constitution. Well, no, but they've got the Federal Child Support Enforcement Office. Sounds unconstitutional fed- to me. Well, they don't have a Federal Visitation Enforcement Office, which would be enforced. That would be unconstitutional, post- too, because it wasn't written no, in the Constitution. For- and the Ninth and Tenth Amendments say anything that's not written in here is remanded back to the states. Okay. Well, See, now this is my problem that- with these pledges for the Constitution. I'm all for getting uh, politicians to follow the Constitution. However, I think that it is uh, it's unlikely to work because different people uh, interpret the Constitution differently. And here's here's the point: you likely, like me, believe that the Constitution limits the growth of the federal government um, to just ways that are enumerated inside of it, and that is that so. Yes. Okay. And but you know another thing the Constitution says is that uh, you know the Supreme Court gets to interpret what the Constitution says that it has appellate authority and that it gets to make the final decision. Isn't that so? Yes, unfortunately. So, so <laughs> then, in fact, what you think the Constitution says and what I think the Constitution says and honestly what the lawmakers think the Constitution says doesn't matter. What matters is nine people's opinion as to what the Constitution says, and the Constitution says whatever those nine people say it says. So if they, if those Supreme Court justices get a case where they, where it says they decide that the sky is is uh, green with purple polka dots in it, then the, the sky, according to the law, highest law in the land, is green with purple polka dots, even if you and I can see that it's completely different. The Constitution is a broken and flawed document, just like the federal government. But laws are supposed to be written as reasonable men would say and do. So if we'd start Who the hell said that? Yeah, who said that? Laws are written by people in charge so that you've got to do what they say. Laws are written by men and women who I don't know who want to, uh, to force me to obey their, uh, their diktats. That's what laws are. They're supposed to be written as reasonable men would say and do. No, you don't need that, to write. You that's, don't. that's the nonsense yeah. that they come up with to get you to believe that they've got a just system that at some point in history actually worked. Yeah, you don't need to write that's, down the. You don't need to write down a bunch of laws like they've been doing. There's really only a couple of laws that you really need. Uh, do all as you promised to do, and uh, what's the other one? Don't uh, harm do no anybody. harm. Do no harm and, and obey your agreements. Don't steal, covet, et cetera, et cetera, everything that came out of the Bible. Well, I don't know about coveting. You can can covet all you want as long as you don't come and do anything about it. So two two of them, real simple. Yeah, but as far as a reasonable man would say and do, that's part of Title 28 United States Code Service, Section 455. means nothing to me. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you real quick. The title is Disqualification of a Judge, Justice, or Magistrate for being prejudiced, biased, or having a fiduciary interest and failing the reasonable man test. When is the last time that happened? Uh, Poludniak was a case uh, probably back in 79, 80. Mm-hmm. It was part of a federal lawsuit. Yeah, they generally they tend to not go after uh, themselves or throw themselves out or in any way hold themselves accountable. Look, I, I'm all in favor of if you can somehow hold these government people accountable, good luck. But what else do you? I mean, what are you going to plan on doing besides having them sign a piece of paper? Well, can we go back to the uh, founding fathers and tar and feather? Hmm. Tarring and feathering stock. seems a little violent. Uh, maybe you could come up with not something. 
You can do it gently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for that. How about how about just not going along with it anymore? How about just not paying, not obeying, not jumping through their hoops, and basically telling them telling them to go flip off? How about that one? Well, yeah, I filed six federal lawsuits trying to get some equal protection, and How'd that they go say for they you? don't. Have, they say they don't have jurisdiction over what I filed on. Yeah, you uh, you have it's no standing, like how, right? You're the yeah. It's like you're. Uh, you're the federal court, and you don't have jurisdiction over federal law. Mm. Who does? Though there's this game, you have no standing. Anytime you uh, you come after the government for something, that's one of their favorite things to say. And I thank you for the basically saying sorry. You can't file this lawsuit. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. He's busy and doing things, and I think that that's very important. Sure. I think that likely um, at some point or another he'll find that it just you're spinning, uh, you're, your, you're spinning wheels. your wheels. You're, you're getting nowhere. You're doing all you're doing, and you're getting nowhere. And that's those are the people for whom the Free State Project is the perfect answer the free state project which is a uh, it's a pledge essentially to move to new hampshire once twenty thousand people pledge to do the same thing many of us have moved already and there are hundreds and hundreds of people here 850 or so that are uh, accounted for there's likely a few hundred more than that um, that are here already on the ground doing things and have had a remarkable amount of success for a few hundred people moving to one state in order to return it to liberty to return it to or you know to, I don't know about return, right? Like to yeah. to limit the role of government to increase liberty. Yeah, to to uh, the, the limit the role of government to protecting life, liberty, and property as as its maximum role. And we will continue with your phone calls about what you want. Going to Isaac in Tampa, listening to WFLA. Hello, Isaac. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for letting me control the airwaves. What's on your mind tonight, dude? Hey, uh, I wanted to talk about circumcision. Um, believe it or not, I really didn't have an opinion before I started listening tonight, and. Um, I'm, I am circumcised. My parents uh, obviously, you know, chose for me, um, and uh, I was just curious about a couple things. Um, what you guys take on some some other things related to this is um, the interesting thing for me is not really like the health aspects or the um, uh, what was the other thing, the like the cleanliness aspect or. Mm-hmm the sexual aspect, because it seems like from from all the studies that you guys have quoted and from what some other people, they didn't really give, you know, good citations, but I imagine that for every study about its adverse health effects, there's one that says, you know, it prevents, you know, some disease in like one out of a thousand cases. Or yeah, that's what, it's, what it sounded like. Uh, Wikipedia said, basically uh, said there's really nothing that's conclusive. And so, for me, that is really not interesting. What's interesting about this debate is the liberty aspect of it and, uh, like, the, the kid's choice, being able to choose whether or not he wants to be circumcised. That, to me, is a debate or, you know, a discussion worth having. And what, what it leads me to is questioning for, for people who are on the side of, well, you know, the parents aren't giving their kid a right to choose whether or not he wants a foreskin, um, does it make it difficult to to also have to jump through all the all the hoops of well you know are you letting the kid decide whether or not he wants his mom to ingest certain food or um, do certain things like uh, I don't know um, not exercise or not be healthy which could somehow impact the kid later on and I don't even want to go here but. You know, it could even get into opening up Pandora's box of abortion and, you know, deciding whether or not the kid has the right to choose whether he wants to come out or not. And all that, all that aside, um, I, 
I think that we, as reasonable people, say that our parents can make some decisions for us when we are obviously not capable of making them on, on our own. Um, what we eat when we come out, whether our mom breastfeeds us or not. Certainly. Those are choices we can make. I Certainly. Mean, I'd like to continue the discussion here in a moment, if you don't mind. Hang on, Isaac. More with you and your calls as well about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is Free Talk Live. In the decades to come, hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is available now for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. Dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and they're free, including listening options. We've got live streams, broadband and dial-up flavors, plus our webcam, as well as listen lines that allow you to call in and listen around the clock from any phone that can dial long distance. Of course, our web streams are also 24-7 uh, playing constantly the last episode of Free Talk Live. So if you're listening during our live hours, uh, 7 to 10 Eastern, then uh, you'll be able to hear us live. But outside of those hours, you'll hear the most recent episode, so you'll constantly get Free Talk Live. Uh, plus, of course, we've got 81 radio stations from coast to coast, Alaska to Florida, New Hampshire to California, and it may be going out a little further out to the west soon. We can't say much more than that, uh, but looking forward to making a nice little announcement coming soon. So, uh, and there's also our satellite signal as well. We've got uh, the Liberty Radio Network at LRN.FM now up on the bird, as they say, and broadcasting uh, Free Talk Live and some other great liberty-oriented shows all across North America. So you can get details on all of those listening options just by going to listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen. FreeTalkLive.com. Talk radio these days is a veritable smorgasbord of uh, precious metals offerings. There are companies uh, all up and down the dial offering you, offering to get gold and silver into your hands. And I think it's a good idea to have gold and silver either as a hedge against inflation and investment or barter currency and things in case things go south for whatever reason. Um, but I, when I tried to buy gold and silver in the past, back when I was just sort of a, a talk radio listener, I found it dizzying uh, they the salesman offered me uh you know bullion numismatics collectors coins i i didn't know one of these things from the other and i didn't know what i just the, want some gold right i just wanted some gold and uh, so what i just tried to do is uh to offer just that gold that people can get in their hands at gold.freetalklive.com we uh, do it through midas resources who uh, help syndicate the show and so you can go there and i believe that you're going to find the best prices uh, on the internet i think you're going to you're going to find at least some of the best prices on the internet and what i would uh, challenge you to do is these coins are common everyday coins that just are intended to get gold in your hands and before you buy with any of these other companies check gold.freetalklive.com check their prices against the other company at the very least you'll make the other company come down in their rates and at the at the best you'll be able to buy gold and silver at some of the best rates you'll find at gold.freetalklive.com all right we're going to bring back isaac here uh, listening to wfla in tampa now isaac are you back with us 
Yeah, I'm actually in Tallahassee, but that's okay. Oh, the uh, board, I've got it wrong. Apologize about that. Uh, Tallahassee, listening then to WFLA F- uh, FM. Now, Mark, can that's you recap correct. real that's quick correct. what Isaac was getting at? And Isaac, please correct us if we misunderstood. So um, basically, if, if I understood you correctly, Isaac, you're saying that uh, one can't hold a parent responsible from the standpoint of liberty uh, for because uh, essentially, what are you? How where are you going to draw this line? What about uh, children being able to demand that mothers take uh, you know vitamin B supplements while they're pregnant? Uh, that they must you know the, of course there's the murky waters of abortion. Obviously, nobody would want to be terminated. Not drink um, so, alcohol, right? So where where does this line of liberty get drawn? And I would say that you, you've touched on a point. Yes, um, that. When, as far as what liberty a parent has, uh, or right? Mother the parents, has. parents are are whole com- complete individuals in themselves, and they have liberty over their bodies and how they run their lives, and they have, uh, of course, dom- dominion in their homes. So you're right. I could demand that my child uh, wear a mohawk, whether he wants to or not, if he wants to live in my house, and I would be sort of from a standpoint of liberty, correct there. However, you're you're moving in from um, quick. You're moving uh, with with great facility from the area of positive and negative rights and I don't believe positive rights exist positive rights are essentially uh, I, I deserve because I live I deserve health care whereas a negative right is because I live and I have the ability to speak I can say whatever I want and I have freedom of speech so a negative right comes from the inside a positive right is from the outside that child can't demand of you that you eat anything okay but just because they exist they can't in they don't own you and they cannot enslave you do you understand the difference yeah, uh, to a certain degree, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that my perspective is that you know men and women as parents should be able to determine whether their child gets circumcised or not. Specifically, getting back to the circumcision discussion, I, I, I would like to maybe listen to another show that you guys did on positive and negative rights to get a little bit better perspective. But I think that for for somebody like myself who is liberty minded and somebody who thinks that. Um, you know the the country we live in is you know fairly oppressive. It just does, it does become difficult to draw that line. And I, I maybe I just didn't understand your discussion of positive and negative rights to fully comprehend where it's confusing uh, to me. It was it's okay. always still confusing All to me when rights, I hear it. Yeah, the, the, I, I hate the terms positive and negative rights because who wants to have negative rights? That sounds awful. Yeah. Um, but all the negative rights are basically the ones enumerated in the Bill of Rights and many and many others. So I have the right to do with my body as I please because it's my body. I have the right to do on my property as I please because it's my property. I have the right to yodel while jump, jumping on one foot because I can yodel and jump on one foot. Now, when I'm on your property, yodeling and jumping on one foot then becomes part of your purview, you can decide whether or not I'm allowed to do that. And obviously at two o'clock in the morning, you're not going to want me doing it out by your bedroom window. But a positive right comes but in. A positive when... right says that um, I have the right to education, education, health care, a Mercedes Benz, the act you know, of whatever, whatever it is. You have uh, the right these, to the I have the right to uh, because I'm a, a kid in public school. I have the right to a laptop. I have the right to a, a wonderful education and all these other things that uh, the government sort of purports to give to people who have less or whatever. Ever, um, in order to make things fair and just. That's what a positive right is. Do you get it okay, a little so more now? So, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. So then my question is, are, were you trying to say that um, a, a, a parent making the decision for their kid to be circumcised is a positive right? 
Uh, no, uh, yeah, th- that would be uh, that would be a. Um, it would sort of be uh, no. It's I don't the think child, rights come into this. Uh, the child has sort of a negative right to keep his foreskin. Do you understand? Now, obviously, the child then doesn't have the right to to uh, like he doesn't have the right to come into my home, um, and I could require that all, the only males come in my house uh, must be circumcised. So I think a parent has a a right from that standpoint. I'm just saying they've opened themselves up to legal uh, issues because here in the United States, courts have ruled whether it's right, just, or good, or pure or not, um, that uh, parents are liable for circumcising their children. Now, I think that uh, a parent can choose to do that if they're going to let the child on their property. However, I think it's a bad choice. I think that what I'm are- saying is is that that child couldn't um, I, where they can claim, hey, that's a piece of my body you cut off. What they can't claim is, hey, my mama didn't drink the right kind of cod liver oil when I was in her womb, and she's wrong. <laughs> I believe that a mother has the right to smoke cigarettes and drink bourbon when she's pregnant if she wishes to. I just think it's a terrible, terrible choice. Isaac, I'm going to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Yeah, the, the, the issues of uh, of rights of a of a uh, an infant are pretty difficult to uh, to deal. They with, are right? because they're completely uh, dependent upon you, the the adult, the parent. Right. So really, it all ends up coming down to what uh, society and what the general uh, zeitgeist, uh, yes. the spirit of the times. And what might I'd like be. to, and, and, th- and that's what I'm saying is it's a cultural issue, and I'm I believe that from a cultural standpoint, we're making a mistake circumcising little boys. Yeah. Um, I and I. You know, I, I don't. I don't. It's it's not particularly necessary. Teach your child to wash properly, and then you've taken care of all of the issues of uh, not circumcising, and you have the, whatever benefits there are. And right. then if they want to make the decision to be circumcised, they can do that when they're adults. Absolutely, and they can put however many holes them they want in themselves. They'll and, do that too. Yeah. You're not going to stop them. They're going to tattoo themselves too. More coming up at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Tis the Saturday edition, and we are here to take your calls about whatever's on your mind. Tonight, it's Ian and Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, and those features include stuff like our archives, our bulletin board system, Shrine of Female listeners, those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give ours away. In fact, uh, you're able to influence the stuff we talk about on the air by going and submitting your own content to the site. In fact, the website that you see, freetalklive.com, all that content that you see there, provided by listeners like you. So if it weren't for listeners like you providing content to our site, we'd have nothing there. And that would be awful. So thanks to everybody who uh, contributes to the site. And you can be one of them by going to freetalklive.com. If you see something online that you think is interesting, you think our listeners would enjoy, you just submit it to the site. And then other listeners will vote up or vote down. And you can vote up and down on things, too. And then the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site. Head over and get interactive at freetalklive.com. Death. Its shadow followed him. Its hot breath had flowed across the back of his neck. Its cold fingers caressed his throat. 
So begins Matthew Wayne's novel, The Weed Years. Follow Paul's adventures as he dabbles in the dangerous netherworld opened, to hip, opened up to him by way of the Ouija board. Open your imagination to the frightening possibilities as a demonic dimension merges with our own. What occult realities will Paul discover? What hidden powers will he have to battle? Read the Ouija years to find out. Available now as an ebook, and you can find it at ebook.freetalklive.com. That's ebook.freetalklive.com. We continue with your phone calls about whatever's on your mind. Let's go to Earl listening to KMED in Medford, Oregon. Hello, Earl. Earl? Hello. You're on the air. Yeah. What's on your mind? Hi. Hey, I was um, calling about uh, a couple of topics you brought up, um, but I, I just... I have to say something about that commercial you just ran about Ouija boards. You know, I almost hung up because I really don't believe in loading oh, yeah, hey, Ouija boards. I'm but, sorry, I can't, I can't really hear you. Um, the, the the wind is kind of getting into your microphone. You were okay. saying? Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, I I really don't uh, like promoting people playing with Ouija boards, <clears throat> and and that's what that commercial is doing. Anyway, so do you, what about a, uh, what about like Harry Potter? You know, um, if you look at uh, some of the issues, I think it was the first issues of Harry Potter. On the back side of the title page, it told the librarian what topic to file um, the Harry Potter books under, and the uh, topic is witchcraft. <clears throat> so that's yeah. what it, that's what Harry Potter teaches. Well, that's what the, the publisher decided that is the topic of Harry Potter. It's a book so about I, magicians and uh, witches and that sort of thing. Yeah, so that no, makes it, sense. Yeah, well, it's, you know, uh, witchcraft is not a good thing to be involved in. in, in but it's not really uh, witchcraft, silly, right? It's like it's, just, it's, it's, it's fiction. Yeah, it's just silly nonsense. Witchcraft like, is just nonsense. If you nonsense. read fiction about war, it doesn't mean you're walking around shooting little brown people in the head, you know? Well, when you're teaching, when it's a book for children, they meld uh, reality with fantasy. Children just can't that handle that fiction stuff. Should you let your kids watch TV at all? You know, I uh, no because there's so many lots go. on TV that uh, that I wouldn't. But anyway, all right, go on with your next subject. Okay, the reason I called is is um, you're talking about the problems with the federal government, and there's, there's so many agencies that are not constitutional. And mm -hmm. how is it that the federal government does all these things that is specifically prohibited by the Ninth and Tenth Amendment? And the answer is found in a book called it's titled. Money and Legal Tender, it was written by the director of the Mint, Mr. Linderman, in 1877. Now, this is the director of the Mint. He says, under the um, legal concept called the plea of necessity, which is when you're at war, you can do anything and everything necessary to win the war, including issue war script. And that war script is what you have in your, uh, that folds up in your wallets, folks. The, uh, I don't know if I would call it war script, but it's certainly a script, and it certainly is a well, uh, fiat currency, well, and it's certainly arbitrary, and, and it's a bad thing, so I agree with you that Yeah, who are, they against, who, okay. who are they at war against, I guess, would be the question, and Maybe I guess the, the answer people. would be the American people. Changed, yeah, but, well, that's true, but see, right, um, and, and they change the wars because there's always another war. <clears throat> so under war, as long as um, the federal government is at war, um, even though it's not in the Constitution, this is how the... Uh, Supreme Court has interpreted it as long as the federal government is at war, it can ignore any part of the Constitution, and that's why Congress keeps in, getting involved in wars. And but there, but we aren't at war, war, though. I mean, war is a legal is a legal state, and the United States government hasn't been at war since 1945. Well, how about this one? You could oh, okay. Well, well, uh, you, I, I, and, and I've got an answer for you on that. Somebody sued and went all the way to the Supreme Court. 
And the Supreme Court says it doesn't say in the Constitution that Congress has to declare a war in order to pay for the war. And that's the weasel words that the Supreme Court used, and that's the weasel words that the Congress is using not to obey the Constitution. It's you know, interesting. So it's, I mean, all very, it's all very interesting. And, you know, if you want to, you can point out that the state of emergency also uh, exists, which is, again, where they write down on a piece of paper that there's a state of emergency because of X, Y, and Z, and then that also means that they can do whatever they want. So whatever, basically, really what it boils down to, regardless of the conspiracy theory uh, that you want to believe, uh, and I think there may be truth to all of it, but uh, re- really, the real truth is that these people do whatever it is they want to do, and they write words right. down. They're on, not your servants, even right. though they call themselves servants. They, ri- they write words down on paper, and they pretend like they're important, and they pretend like it justifies their violence, and they go about engaging in threatening people and engaging in violence on a regular basis, and they know there's nothing you or I can do about it, because even if we were able to, t- to uh, file a lawsuit in their system using their courtrooms, it would just be uh, kicked out by, uh, by their judges. So they're completely immune, uh, even if even if what they're doing is unconstitutional, even if they weren't in a state of war, even if they weren't in a state of emergency and they were doing these things, they would still be coming up with excuses as to why it's necessary. So you're right on that part. They do use the doctrine of necessity, uh, but there's always going to be an excuse regardless of what the words say well, on here, a piece here, of paper. Here's a solution um, to work around, at least on the state level, the problems of um, public officials not obeying the Constitution. Number one, it's going to take uh, the Fully Informed Jury Association to make up a list of constitutional amendments to teach the, a, uh, a jury and the grand jury what are their rights and what are their powers. And this must be taught before that they can sit as a juror. It's a great so idea. Way, it's, it's a great it idea. You're never done. going to get it instituted within the government system because they just, they're not going to you, do have that. You re- have you heard of referendums? State initiatives. Yeah, some states are better than others on yeah, them, but it's um, a possibility, I suppose. You know, I, well, no, no, so what you do is you find a state that has um, referendums, you, and you get it to work there. And once seems like a lot of effort. Right. You, can't even, you can't even get the sales tax. You can't even get people to uh, to, to vote against the taxes that they have to pay on a uh, on a daily basis. Earl, I've, I've got know, a better one. And, and when you're talking about uh, you know getting them to, to to actually study this issue and figure it out, I think I think what you're saying is true. I just it, it's not going to be as easy as as as, uh, but, as but, you, but, but here's where here's where it goes after that. Once once that you really do inform the jury and the grand jury what their powers and what their rights are, and you tell them you even have the power to indict state officials, sure, elect sure. state officials, and you have the power to indict Then you could really go after them. Look, I'm with you, man. Jury nullification, that makes sense. I agree with you. But here's my suggestion. Rather than trying to mount some huge, expensive campaign to change the laws, which is an incredibly arduous and difficult task, I know I've done it, I've done petitioning, I've done all that stuff, uh, rather than do that, why not just stand out in front of your local courthouse and hand potential jurors uh, jury uh, FIJA information, fully informed jury association stuff? Well, yeah, and that's one way. But see, that's um, doing a, a, a you know just reaching a, a few people at a time. Where, but you're reaching all process. the important people. You're reaching all of the uh, the, poten- the potential jurors. You stand in front of the courthouse, in front of the entrance before they the, during the time at which they're going to uh, take people in for jury selection. So you're you're handing flyers to the people that are most likely going to become jurors at that point in time. I know I do it every single month here in uh, in Keene, New Hampshire. We've done it now for uh, for almost two full years. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, we'll be celebrating our second full year of doing fully informed jury association outreach. 
And we have hit probably 80 to 90 percent because a lot of people in New Hampshire take the flyers because uh, they're just more open minded, I think, up here than they were down in Florida. But we're getting that information into people's hands and getting those ideas into people's heads. We never had to ask one politician or beg permission in order to do it. And it only takes about uh, 40 minutes per month. And I thank you for the call. Good uh, luck with your war on Halloween. To learn more about the full. <laughs> <laughs> to learn more about the Fully Informed Jury Association, you can go to fija.org, F-I-J-A dot org. You learn about jury nullification, how jurors have the right to say not guilty based on their opinion about the law, not whether or not it was broken. More coming up. You can take control in the remaining moments. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want, even in these remaining moments. Maybe enough time for your call to make it now to 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just the live Saturday edition. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, you've got shopping to do, right? Surely there's something you've been wanting. Well, you know, Amazon probably carries it. Amazon, the world's largest internet retailer. But, whoa, whoa, don't go to their regular website entrance. You have to enter through our special portal. Go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and start your shopping there. Now, when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, that's just basically you telling uh, Amazon that you came through Free Talk Live, and then they cut us a percentage of their sale. They basically slide over some of their profits to us simply for giving them the business. So you're going to do the shopping anyway. There's stuff that you need to get. There's stuff that you want to get. You can do it through in there. Dozens of categories, uh, used items even available. Plus, brand new. If you buy brand new with Amazon, a lot of cases you get free super saver shipping. So head over and get your shopping done and feel good because you're also helping Free Talk Live at the same time. Start your shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And occasionally people will have uh, problems with the Amazon link, and we haven't yet figured out why that is. So if you're United, if you're in the United States, you can just put U.S. after Amazon. So AmazonUS.FreeTalkLive.com. That'll get you right to where you need to go. If you're in Canada, you can put a CA after it. AmazonCA.FreeTalkLive.com. If you're in Germany, AmazonDE. .freetalklive.com, and if you're in the U.K., AmazonUK.freetalklive.com. Germany is Amazon.de.freetalklive.com? Yeah, yeah. D-E. What's wrong with Germans? They can't spell? Deutschland, I think, is, is what it stands for. Tricky, anyway, tricky Germans. We continue with your calls. Sean is listening in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sean. Sean in Daytona Beach. I hear somebody. Good evening. Someone's picking the And they need to turn down whatever it is that is. Sean? Okay. Let me make it. Yeah, my volume just jumped way up. Can you hear me okay yep, now? You, you sound fine. Go for it. But you need to get away from whatever uh, those speakers are in the background. If you don't, I'll have to put you back on hold. Okay, I turned it down some more. Great. I uh, apologize. The volume just jumped Go way ahead. up. Anyway, the last caller, uh, the, the general sentiment, it just kind of cracks me up from some of our more conservative friends. Because uh, some of, uh, of the more of us more radical libertarians, we really don't have any illusions. It's uh, The government has the guns. They do whatever they want to do. Yeah. So there's really no point in us spending a whole lot of time and money fighting them. And there's just absolutely no illusion about that. 
And you know what? The only reason why we walk through the poop fields of the state to go do things like you're talking about with uh, jury nullification activism and even trying to work within the system is we know that the rest of the, you know, people actually, you know, believe all this legal stuff means something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was just going to rattle off a couple quick points uh, of working within the system. Uh, I I noticed the thread on your free keen forum where you're talking about food. And, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody's considered uh, uh, starting a private food club uh, where members of the club can cook for each other. You know, I mean, private association is, uh, for the most part, completely with outside, outside of the control of the government. And a uh, private food club might be an opportunity to... Uh, Describe a little more what you're, what you're referring to, a, a private food club, because, uh, I mean, you've got co-ops where people buy food together. You've also got underground uh, restaurants, like uh, is going to open up in, uh, in Keene. The uh, Keene Last Biscuit is coming up here, and they're going to be... Underground de- delivery. Yeah, they're going to be uh, delivering hot, fresh uh, food, mostly Southern cooking, to, uh, to people in, in their homes and their workplaces, and they'll be doing it all without asking for permission. Is that you know, either of those things what you're talking about, or... Yeah, well, you know, I mean, but private clubs are typically recognized within the system to where uh, as to not government doesn't have any authority over them. That's the only reason why I mentioned the the club, uh, because maybe under a private food club, a group of people could start a private food club where they say, hey, you know, we're just a bunch of people that like cooking food for each other and sharing our own maybe family recipes, backgrounds, or whatever. And, you know, maybe they, uh, you know, maybe they charge members within their club. I don't know. I'm just, throw, I'm just throwing the idea in the market, whether it has any merit or not. Yeah, no, I think it's a good club. idea. It sounds like it would fit in real well with the underground food uh, establishments that are getting ready to pop up here in Keene. Uh, there's going to be the Last Biscuit, which will be doing uh, delivery of uh, various different food items. And then there's also, rumor has it, a pizza uh, option will be popping up as well. And, and they could organize themselves as like a, a private club if they, if they wanted to, some sort of a group that's, sure. you know, well, we're just dealing with our members here and that kind of thing. And then people could sign up. But I don't know if they're going to go through all those, uh, those steps. I think they're just going to sell to whoever the heck it is that, uh, that makes a phone call. I wanted to know, throw another idea in the marketplace uh, for... You know, some suggestions of working within the system uh, to create more options. Uh, Like, for instance, you know, uh, we want to get rid of all licensing and all this other crap. Well, but, but, uh, you know, get rid of the licensing and then uh, say, okay, if you're unlicensed, the only thing that we ask is post a sign that you're unlicensed. And if you're unlicensed... Uh, you know, anybody that does visit, there's no recourse in our court system for you. There's no police protection for you. So if you're going to do unlicensed activity, you have to contract with anybody that does wants to do business with you to provide your own arbitration and your own protection. So you're talking about so, under you know, a government. You're talking about under a government system where they wouldn't be. Recorded. Well, I'm just talking. You know, we do we do have libertarians that are working within the system at state, uh, local, and federal levels of government. And, you know, like Ron Paul advocates repealing legal, legal tender laws for competing currencies. You know, one thing that we could advocate, we, we would like to see a lot of licensure repealed. And I think one way to advocate that is to say, well, let's make it optional. Let's make, instead of making a licensure mandatory, let's make it optional. But if you it actually seems like a reasonable, option it's... not to have licensure, you don't have recourse to the public courts and you don't have 
It's, it seems like a reasonable modification to the government system, and I thank you yeah. for the call tonight. I'd, I would like to see the government system uh, of licensing, you know, abolished entirely and replaced by third-party certification. I think it's sure. important. I think that people want certification and lic- right. licensing, but not licensing through the government necessarily, which is really useless uh, because usually license with the government just means that you've paid off some bureaucrats so you can do business. It doesn't really necessarily mean a hallmark of quality or anything like that. Uh, because uh, quality can vary widely between licensed uh, licensed businesses, so I think it's important to always re- remind people that when you're talking about getting rid of licensing, you're not talking about getting rid of safety checks or anything like that. You're talking about increasing quality of uh, products and services and and the the checks and things like that that are done on them by having the marketplace provide third-party certification, and if you look in various different industries, uh, these things already exist. It would just take that and, and write it on a larger scale. So you've got the Underwriters Laboratories, ETL, these companies that essentially uh, approve products. They certify products as being safe. You've got various different organizations that certify different things about, uh, for instance, you know, restaurants. A lot of people are always worried about restaurants. Well, many restaurants have their own inspection companies that come by and do a far better job than inspecting uh, th- than the government inspectors do, etc. So in the absence of the one-size-fits-all government monopoly license, you would have a variety of different uh, certifications and things like that. You look at uh, ASE certification for automotive technicians. Uh, you look at uh, MS, uh, what are they got? The various different uh, technical ones for IT administration, lots of different certifications in there. And constantly in, in a field like IT and other places, you have to get recertified over time because things change in the industry, technology changes, etc. And uh, so similarly, a different... Um, establishments could have different levels of protection depending on what their customers were looking for. Let's continue with your calls and talk to David in Charleston, listening to WSC-FM. Hello, David. David in Charleston, going once. David in Charleston. Hey. Hey, you're on the air. Hey, um, I just wanted to settle the um, the circumcision and the scripture debate uh, before I get on to the more interesting stuff. All um, right, do it quick. In uh, Galatians uh, 5.2, a brief passage Paul says, mark my words, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. But by faith we eagerly await through the Spirit the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has only value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Now, the guy, Larry, who called in, he he basically said, I don't go for all that New Testament mumbo-jumbo. He liked Mm -hmm. the old stuff. So he was like a Noahide, um, if if you know what that term means. I do Uh, not. Noahide is essentially somebody who follows the Jewish laws but is a Gentile. Um, and he's essentially a Noahide, and uh, so I mean that's he's got a different religion. You can whip out the Bible on this guy, and what does yeah, he care specifically um, for Christian? You know that, that take the Old and New Testament, and I mean the New Testament is the you know fulfillment of the prophecy in the Old Testament. If you use the whole Old Testament, David, hit me so. with what you are also calling about because we're real short on time. Okay, sorry. Um, I. Uh, yeah, I think we really got to wake uh, America up. I think you guys are doing a good job because um, until the people in America change um, and are willing to let go of their personal corruption of using the government to steal things for themselves, it's not going to. But uh, something I had an idea in the meanwhile. Um, see what you guys think of this: a uh, a ranked voting system. I guess it would be something that could be implemented at the local level or the state level where the voting laws are established, um, where say. 
I would vote for my number one mm-hmm. candidate and then my number two, number three, number four, number five. There choice. are different methods like this. Uh, the Condorcet method is one of them. And that's how the Free State Project uh, chose New Hampshire. They had ten different states from which to choose, and they right. were ranked in order of preference. Uh, there are different uh, ways to do that, and they are there are certainly ways yes, to improve. It voting. is a far better way to arrange the the, the deck chairs on the Titanic. <laughs> Excellent. That's true. Hey, thanks for the call. We're out of time. Uh, back tomorrow night. It's like uh, arranging them on, in a little arrow. Online only at freetalklive.com for the Sunday show. Death, its shadow followed Paul. Its hot breath had flowed across the back of his neck. Its cold fingers had caressed his throat. As Paul dabbles in the occult world of the Ouija board, a dangerous netherworld opens up to him, and he discovers the frightening possibility that a demonic dimension may be merging with our own. Read Matthew Wayne's debut novel, The Ouija's. To find out more, available now as an ebook at iPick Publishing, ipicpublishing.com. Come.